When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to a, a podcast will save this relationship. I'm Sarah, she, her. I'm Josh, she, him. And on today's episode of the podcast, we talked about Barry. <laughs> yes, we did. And we also talked, we did Starkets Prophecy we as per did. usual. Yeah. We did the last two episodes of Barry, as in not this week's episode, the podcast is coming out because we're a week behind because we shoot on Saturdays. Yeah. Not on Sundays, but Saturdays. No, never we on definitely Sundays. Did, we definitely didn't record this over we two, defi- two definitely days. did not, definitely. <laughs> because, you know, something came up in the middle of recording that, that really, yeah, that, yeah, didn't that took happen. us out. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, this podcast that was recorded on one day, we talked about Barry, Starkets yeah. Prophecy, and we did the usual Reddit and listener stories. Indeed. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, hit the gosh darn bell, raise five stars on Apple and Spotify, and check out our Patreon, buy me coffee at APWSTR on both of those websites. Do you ever think our intro is annoying? Then skip it. <laughs> <laughs> There's timestamps in the description for when you... So right, actually. Yeah, if you don't want it, if yeah, I know it's it's I the just, same every week. It's the same things because we do the same thing every week. But yeah, you figure thinking, it out, guys. Listen, I, mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> shit. I was just thinking like shit. Fuck. I'm like a new person who listens to this intro is like being like these people are annoying. <laughs> like we get chiller throughout the podcast. We do get chill throughout the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just right now, I'm ready to go make miso soup. Right yeah. Now. So yeah, we have to we have to ponder life's questions right at the end because we record these at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so if you don't find us annoying, keep watching miso soup. See you guys there. Bye. Bye. You know, it's a bad idea, and I've done this for like three weeks in a row now. What's up? Eating peanut butter within two hours of doing this podcast. <laughs> not even like, not like peanut butter out the jar, not a freak, you yeah. know, but like a PB&J sandwich. Did you ever have to audition in the theater? What, like just in general? Like, like in high school or something? Like audition for a part? Or I've something? auditioned for parts before, yeah. Did you ever have to sing? Yeah, audition? back when I was like a kid, I was doing like community theater. Yeah, yeah. So you had to sing. Yeah, um, I was for like Music Man. Yeah, I I uh, I fucking had to do that for Les Mis um, in high school, and um, it was the first time I ever auditioned singing anything. And uh, I didn't. Fu- I just kind of fucking showed up. I didn't really know that yeah. anyone that there was the big deal. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of fucking you showed the up. Fucking world of theater kids, and you and you just just the hurricane of. Yeah, and everybody was like, "What part are you going for? What yeah. part are you going for? What part?" That's why I'm what happy I left that shit. Yeah, going for? and I'm tying this into what you said, but uh, uh, there was a girl that was like, "I can go and get coffee for everyone. I can g- have everyone drink coffee before their audition. Do you want coffee? Because yeah. it dries out your throat, it makes mm. you bad at singing. That's clever. That's a good way to sabotage. Yeah." <laughs> Like everyone get their co- eat peanut butter sandwiches, coffee and peanut butter sandwiches for everybody. And I think it was like kind of a joke, but you know how theater kids they're joking, they're not joking. No, they'll do anything for a competitive edge. <laughs> they will. And I'm like, we're 14. Yeah, <laughs> like, we calm the fuck down. Let's all calm yeah. down. This isn't fucking North Korea. <laughs> like, let's 
let's all chill out, you know? Sending peanut butter sandwiches to every other Reddit podcast right before they... <laughs> right before the... They start recording. Right before you hey, record. Guys, hey, <laughs> sending them an email of like a fucking BuzzFeed article, like, best things to do before recording your epic <laughs> podcast. Oh, number one, forgetting to hit the play button. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just like fucking sabotaging, like we're fucking like fucking high schoolers. <laughs> Or just be like, did you know that water actually is bad to drink before you go on? <laughs> you should eat a lot of dairy. Drink a full glass of milk. Like Fucking <laughs> Most people that showed up were in the production. So we had to spend the next like three months hanging out with that person. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like fucking. <laughs> I was like, okay. Hey, can you stand right under that very loosely tied uh, parkan, please? Yeah. Yeah. One time I uh, skipped over um, the stage hand sawing something. Oh, really? I did like a little skip over because he was in the middle of the wings. Mm. <sighs> okay. All right. Here we go. Let me tell you a little story about teenager Sarah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So in our, uh, my high school's auditorium, there was like a little hallway. Mm hmm. Where you could, instead of walking in the audience, you could walk down from the from the wings into the audience and come out the side, you know? Yeah. My friends would always hang out near the doorway in the audience waiting for, you know, rehearsal to start. And every day I would figure out a way to come through that door and yeah. be like, hey, Jerry. <laughs> and I played the Seinfeld theme yeah, you've, yeah, on okay. my phone. Yeah. Now, this particular day... Uh, <laughs> this guy who was kind of an asshole, but in this case he was correct. I was the wrong one in this case. He like tried to he tried to knock kids over one time. Oh, uh, okay. It was crazy, but uh, yeah, he was kind of a dick. But he was fine during this. He was sawing something on the ground. Yeah, he was like using a saw to saw something, and I like um, you know that episode of um, Psych where they jump over the chairs. No, I can't. Not right now. No. There's like a part in an episode of Psych where they put a bunch of chairs together and they're all. It's like a a a, a competition oh, in the okay. office where they all are jumping over chairs. Yeah. See how many chairs they can jump over. Basically, I did that. I jumped over this guy. Okay. So I could do the Seinfeld thing. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then the guy was like, what the fuck? You could have gotten cut or like hurt or something really bad. Like, yeah. don't fucking do that if you see me sawing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta <Yeah>. go. <laughs> and then I went and I did the Seinfeld thing and nobody laughed for the 17th time. Yeah. So you did all that for the soul, the, That's for the enjoyment. That's how go for a bit. Yeah. Not for, it's not for anyone else. It's for you? It's for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I will Damn. fucking hurt myself for a bit, dude. That's good how dedicated you. I am. That's good. I'm not that dedicated. You wouldn't do that? I'm not Carly Rae Jepsen's uh, uh, junior album dedicated. Sophomore <laughs> album? I had an album before that. Yeah. She had two more. She had Emotion? Yeah, you're right. She had the yeah. previous one, too. One. Call me, call me Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> putting you on the spot for your Carly Rae Jepsen <laughs> trivia. I'm probably wrong, too. There's probably like 20. <laughs> It's yeah, not like a ridiculous was, fucking number. How that you was doing, her Sarah? Yeah, that's her eighth album. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Speaking of theater, this is actually kind of a good segue. Yeah. Let's talk about Barry. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking yeah, a show that's become less and less about acting. 
But really, I can't wait for them to tie it together in the end that really it's always been about acting. Oh, that was always in a snow globe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they uh, they wake up from a dream and it's the ending of the third season of Dallas. It's actually, uh, they all end up in a church. Because <laughs> they're all actually dead. Yeah. They actually died in the plane crash. <laughs> I was going to make a lost joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually purgatory the whole time. I think the new, um, with the new writer's strike, I think the new uh, TV show that's going to end up like Lost is going to be Andor. Apparently, they're still going through with it. Really? Yeah, even though the guy that writes it is not on. You know what I think is going to be, honestly? Huh. I think it's going to be Severance. No! That would suck Severance ass. is still like, yeah, they're still that filming it. More sense and also it. because they're, they're rewriting the script as they're recording. Mm. So either they got to stick with what they have or just wait. Damn. Which also that show has a fucking $20 million budget per episode, which is crazy. And there's so many questions about that show, yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah. The it's, fuck it's are the goats about? You know what's not going to fucking end up like that, though? Barry. <laughs> Barry God. is fucking, yeah. It's done. It's already. It's all recorded. It's, it's all, all done. It's we all don't done. need Bill Hader to cross picket line real quick, you know? <sighs> Man. Yeah. We're going to talk about the WGA strike after this, but, like, fucking um, Barry. Barry. Two episodes have been released since we've uh, come back Three, to the studio. Right? No, two. Didn't we do the first two? Oh, four. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at four right now, yeah. Yeah. Did we talk about the first two? I, yeah, I thought we did. I guess. Last so. two weeks ago, yeah. Do you, you really act like I know anything, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know shit. I don't know anything, guys. If you're like, Sarah, that's not correct. Of course not. I'm stupid. <laughs> of I course think not. if I'm not mistaken, we left off at the second episode where Kuzino talked about the um to the reporter oh, to the vanity fair yeah yeah if i'm not yeah, mistaken i do remember that yeah so we've we've had two episodes we've had the one where mm -hmm. barry breaks out and we have the one where barry is reunited with sally because those are the endings that's the only reason i remember them right now. yeah how they're different which a lot of shit has happened in two episodes yeah um spoilers for this season by the way for just this whole season if you, I know a lot of people have started, a few people have started watching because of us talking about it. Yeah. Uh, hell of uh, spoilers. Listen. So, yeah, please skip to uh, Star Kids. <laughs> or further. Or further, <laughs> if, if you, you don't prefer. like that either. Yeah. Do you want to look up the Wikipedia for Barry just to see what happened? Or Yeah, okay, yeah. So, number three was You're Charming. Oh, yeah. Is, is that the one where Sally starts teaching? Yes. Basically, yeah. she teaches and sort of gets abusive with um, her her first like um yeah. student and then everyone else leaves but her because they think she's abusive and shit but really she's just kind of pulling the the actor out of her student and um, yeah. it's you know that was interesting actually i thought it was kind of funny but it was also like i don't really know exactly what they're trying to say with that like that people that are like are either too sensitive you know to actually make good art or people are or sometimes the acting you know shit is abusive yeah um and maybe it's both but I think it could be both yeah yeah i don't know i thought that was an interesting thing because it's like you know sally's been through so much that just kind of her being kind of hard on somebody kind of pales in comparison with everything mm. but also like what she was saying about to this person was like yeah pretty appalling but also we've seen sally do that before 
Like we've seen Sally be pretty fucking shitty to people. Yeah, true. And pretty selfish. So that was really interesting. I love Sally's character. Mm. I hated Sally in the first season so bad. Yeah, but she's really been developed. Like I fucking love her so much. Yeah, because she, she's I yeah I think she's one of my favorite female characters ever written. I think. Oh shit! Damn, yeah, that's I know. high praise, dude. I, it's just really good. I I've never like as a woman who has had issues with other women, and also sort of because of that is sort of straight t- more towards men, and sort of seeing this kind of feminist arc happen in the show. From. You know, I don't know. I think it's really interesting. Mm, yeah, I, get I just that. like I don't know. I just like yeah. It. I get that. I like yeah, it a lot. I don't know what the fuck else to say. <laughs> Shit, fuck. You gotta watch it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, fucking. Um, I will say I also like the series, like um, uh, representation of Cristobal and Hank. Yeah. Um, up until the fourth episode, but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's when I realized maybe it wasn't so. God, uh, <laughs> there's so many things in that episode. The most recent one, the fourth one. Yeah, that really is like. I think about it. I've been thinking about it every day. I fucking love. Oh man. Okay. So I, I there's okay. So I guess I want to pull up some very specific scenes. I guess, mm-hmm. and they all have to deal with. Um. Oh my god. The fourth episode. How fucking hard they go in on uh police brutality. Yeah. Is it's a lot. It's a. It's and also it's like they really do play it for like I I, I the. I'm gonna be real with you. Explaining it is makes it sound a lot less funny than it is. And yeah, but it's very funny. It's very funny. Like, and also because, like, okay, the people that get okay, so it's um, uh, what's his fucking name? I have the Wikipedia. If you want me to read the what's uh, uh not the Fuchs? Uh, Fuchs, yeah, Fuchs getting beaten up. Yeah, like because they want to know where Barry is and they think he, that he got him out of prison. But he, the, he it wasn't. It wasn't. He just, yeah, he the um Hank tried to assassinate barry before he talked to the feds but then it fucked up because Because they have a podcast about about trinkets but they never work and also oh my god i love that setup and payoff where it's like in the beginning it's like oh apparently it's fucking a guillermo del toro is the crime boss that hires the two podcasters i didn't know that wow yeah i think that's who it is because i know that he apparently he apparently had a cameo um, but yeah, so then it's Fred Armisen as yeah. one of the podcasters, but they're joking about like, well, why can't you guys do it on video? Like sometimes I'm, you know, but like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, but I'm driving, but so. I'm driving. Yeah. But also like, yeah, fucking, um, they, the joke is they, they review trinkets, but none of the trinkets ever work or the gadgets never work. Yeah. So then it, the payoff mm-hmm. is Fred Armisen sweatily. <laughs> Of getting ready to kill Barry and looking up at like the ceiling where the other assassin is, <laughs> and it's yeah. like the most obvious thing. And Bill Hader's like, "That guy's here to kill me." <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And they're looking at Fred Armisen, and he's making a face like, <laughs> "Yeah, like freaking out." Like and, he's freaking out, and, and like they're all like, "Well, I thought he was with you." No, I thought he was with you guys. And it's such a Fred Armisen thing that almost feels like an SNL sketch a little bit. Yeah, because it's like. He really just like carved out a role for Fred Armisen to come in and do the Fred Armisen thing, which is make yeah. a funny face. And yeah, be and weird. then Fred Armisen pulls out a gadget and it blows up his hand pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then Barry fucking gets the fuck out of there pretty much. Yeah, and escapes from prison. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
that's such a good like setup and payoff. It's like, really I was nice. like, dude, that I was. I was a little bit like a little bit. I love payoffs like setups and payoffs like that because the setup. I was like, why the fuck are we talking? Are we about talking this? about this? Yeah. What the fuck is the point? I guess it's a little funny. It's not really that funny. And then once it happened, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. This is I love the this. best thing ever. Yeah. So can I read the? Okay, read yeah, the, just read out real quick. Okay, Hank and Chris Ball meet a handler named Toro to pro- procure assassins. To kill Barry, who in turn is trying to get himself and Sally relocated to witness protection. Yeah. Batir informs Hank that Chechen leaders want him to kill the rival gangs. Yeah. O'Neill visits Barry in prison to ask about Gene, sending Barry into a rage when he learns that Gene, what Gene said about him. O'Neill then visits Jim, who terrorizes him into silence. That was fucking. I thought he fucking killed. Yeah, there was O'Neill. like because there's a scene where he's uh, washing the the cop is washing out. Um the back shrunk and it's really like oh fuck we're going this far yeah like he did like yeah yeah. jim later confronts gene about publicizing his story and tells him he must be quote-unquote isolated sally teaches an acting class where she attempts to replicate gene's brash teaching style disgusting all her students except one Kristen, who asks her help with a gig barry calls hank to arrange a hit on gene but hank cuts ties with him Fuchs has a change of heart and attempts to report the hit on Barry. Barry's meeting with Witsek is derailed. Uh, witness protection, I guess. Witness security is derailed when the disguised assassins kill the officers. Barry kills one of the hitmen and escapes the prison. That's pretty much what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fuchs has a change of heart and is like, I'm going to help him. But then he but doesn't. Also, he's just yelling. They're going to. Barry's going to get killed. Yeah. Barry's... So it really just sets him up to be beat <laughs> beat up in the next episode yeah. which also in the beginning of that the fourth episode they do uh the, the cops are like telling the main like the cop of um janet moss yeah they're telling moss uh uh moss jim. Is, yeah jim yeah apparently i believe so yeah jim is uh like listen and the main cop that's like running the operation like don't worry guys we already got we got everything figured out we're handling this mm-hmm. and we already got uh, uh we're already surrounding the uh chechen's uh headquarters yeah and they go and to it's a smash cut to david and busters. busters yeah and then it's just cops just fucking beating the shit out of just like, like chargers people. fan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> apparently chargers, yeah. yeah which you know honestly Props to a mm. show that has cops in it that just really makes cops look the most like from the beginning. The cops the were terrible. Beginning, yeah. Like the whole thing with the Raven in the third season. Oh yeah, you know, was so fucking funny. Especially, like with so many fucking like cop show fucking circle jerks on TV. Yeah, like I don't know. Like we're even watching like we've started watching SVU some of again. SVU again. And I'm like, oh fuck. I, I will say SVU is one of the more based ones because it is like it's. It, it really goes hard into SVU's whole point is mm-hmm. to sit there and say, this is the current law and the current reality for rape victims. Isn't that fucked up? Yeah. Like, it's literally to but say then, that into the, like, you but know. But then you have an episode where J.K. Simmons comes in just <laughs> to say, say the R slur 100,000 <laughs> times. And we were like, this ain't your mama's law and order. <laughs> But even that episode ended with taking him to the mental hospital, the yeah. like prison mental he- hospital, and it was like pretty widely crazy. Like I don't know if it's yeah. that bad. Maybe it is. I don't have no idea. I've never been to a fucking prison yeah, mandated but- <laughs> mental hospital. But you might as well have just like had J.K. Simmons like look straight into camera and say like this is what we do to the <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> 
bum 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 yeah produce my dick wall <laughs> and like that's you did it. it dick yeah and that's that's like the whole point is like well the statute of limitations makes it so you have five years to report your things isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, but, like, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, fucking Blue Bloods or, like, fucking, yeah, like, Blue you Blood know. I think there's one, a new one called, like, The Rookie and it has, like, Nathan Fillion in it or some shit. Yo, there's one, I think it's 911 or it's some sort of, like, first responders maybe or something where it just shows, I think it is Nathan Fillion. I think we're talking about the same one. Oh, shit. Where it just shows, like, police response to calls. Oh, And yeah. they're always, like super calm and collected yeah it's like <laughs> and they it's like there was one where it was a, a black lady and was like i can't handle my son anymore and then they show up and they go let's speak with your son and they go in and they talk to them and they're like what's going on son why aren't you in school and yeah. i'm like if this was actually real they all would be dead <laughs> all be within dead. five minutes knowing yeah knowing how it actually works yeah yeah but you that know what i mean like it's, it's those fucking it's the fucking you know jerking off you yeah. know the fucking, it's like it's just this is not reality like, I, I get like trying to portray the police in a in a positive light but like you should show this to the police yeah the police are the ones doing it. It's yeah. not the people. It's not like I need to know that the police are gonna be nicer now. Yeah, the right. The police need to know they should be fucking nicer now. You know. Yeah, right. God. Yeah, I don't know. That's an, that's like a whole other thing about like propaganda and like yeah, go go watch uh, the skip intro series on propaganda. Of Fuck course, Paw Patrol, man. Fuck Paw Patrol. Fuck Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah, but no, like, yeah, so like, I, don't know, I like the fact that the show just makes the police like a bad guy. Just like stupid fucking idiots. stupid idiots. Yeah. yeah. Which they yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that was like the first, like, uh, not the first, but like that was like a very funny, like, good first five minutes of like, yeah, that's a good setup and payoff right there. Yeah, for sure. Especially since the, the this episode really fucking starts taking shit like to like 11. Like, well, I mean, like, I feel like they got their seriousness out before they really do the, the like, the next episode, which is like, fuck, it doesn't even have Barry in it for the first. 50 minutes yeah barry's in it for maybe three minutes yeah and half of that is also <laughs> either the future or a hallucination yeah probably a who knows probably a hallucination but yeah um fucking and it, they also have like set him up to be a fucking killing machine so hard yeah that now it's like he's michael myers now i feel like i'm watching halloween and barry could show up at any time and kill anyone which that was a, a part there was a so one of the main I guess like the I mean it's not really a twist it was a payoff yeah. is uh uh Noho Hank kills and almost kills Cristobal in this scene yeah. but kills basically the rival gangs and almost kills Cristobal in like the sand thing Yeah so they have this like sand setup where they're illegally importing sand from Chechnya Yeah and um to sell legally Yeah So they're sort of quote unquote going legit um by not killing people anymore they're just you know whatever but yeah. hank is using this as an excuse to get all of the rival gangs together in one place so he can kill them all yeah literally uh, the sand. Yeah. yeah because yeah he's his hand has been forced by chechens yeah to do this yeah to do this yeah so yeah and he tries to get uh, oh my god and i will it say terrifying this scene yeah where it's cristobal like his head above the sand and then for like i think like 45 seconds straight up to a minute is you just see a black screen with like First of all, suffocating. Yeah, like making suffocating sounds. Yeah, and like... And then, you know, he gets 
saved by Hank. Yeah, and you're like a little bit like, oh my god, is he fucking dead? And there was a part two where you were telling me like, oh, is this fucking Barry doing this? No, you thought it was Barry. Oh, okay. I thought it was Barry. My bad. You thought it was Barry. I was like, I thought it was Hank. Because Hank was like, all right, Cristobal, we should leave. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to kill the guys. Because I didn't even fully comprehend that he was trying to kill the rival gangs. I wasn't really mm. fully paying attention yeah. to the Hank Cristobal thing because I was more focused on other shit. So I didn't understand why he wanted to kill them. But because, I guess, the narrative decision of having Cristobal be like, all right, hold on, we're going to hang out together, blah, blah, blah. And I guess sort of Cristobal and Hank sort of a metaphor for their relationship, how they've been kind of dissenting a little bit over the yeah, past. Yeah, separating, like, yeah. Hank bringing up Barry and Hank talking about Barry all these times and then Cristobal's like, why do you give Why a do shit? you want that? Yeah. Who cares? And right before this too, Hank being like, Barry's out of prison, everything's really fucked up. Uh, and yeah, Hank's like... And then Cristobal's like, fucking who cares? Which is like crazy to me. You yeah, should care. I, you should care, yeah. You should care. Um, Have you not watched season gonna, two of Barry, the season you were introduced in? He like, might come as on. well skin you. Like, he might as yeah. well be fucking Hannibal Lecter. Like, come on, you need to worry about it. But uh, yeah, I guess Chris Wells, like. Yeah. I need water. Yeah. But yeah, no. So, like, fucking that scene's crazy. And, like. Yeah. And then he digs Chris Wells out, and you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah. And I, and just, and I guess their arc, before we even get into, like, Sally or. Um, uh, fucking um, what's his name? Uh, not the teacher. What's his name? Um, Gene. Cousineau. Gene, yeah, Cousineau. Yeah, thank you. I'm yeah, because that also happened. I've been thinking about that. Yeah, since. and that's like the crazy. I think that's probably the craziest twist <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, so okay, but yeah, Cristobal and Hank, they eventually they're like having dinner with um, the the Chechenians, and fucking Cristobal just can't take it. Like he can't like fathom what happened. Pretty much. Yeah, and, and he's like, like yeah, Hank's like just like over like charging like just doing all this shit behind Hank's like Crystal, Crystal Ball's back because he has to because otherwise to. it's gonna be yeah so they're now wor working with the Russians to sort of take over the crime syndicate of LA yeah and um Chris Ball's like I don't want to do this anymore and Hank is like you, you have, have to. to yeah <laughs> and then Chris Ball's like you can't just like and it's sort of a really beautiful like you know now it's an abusive relationship right yeah because now Hank is like <laughs> Is like you can't leave my house. You can't leave this house. You can't leave. Yeah. And Chris was like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna do what I want." And then Hank's like, "No, that's not what I'm saying. You can't leave. You can't leave. Don't leave." Yeah. And then eventually, lets him leave and comes back in, and they're like, "Sorry, we had to do that," and they kill him. Yeah, the Chechens uh, just straight up kill him outside the car. And like this is like I feel like I think that scene was like almost all in one shot. That too. was the Russians though. That was the Russians. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was the Chechens. No, it was Russian. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah. damn. But yeah, fucking yeah. No, that was a fucking yeah, fucking yeah. tense scene. That was really the entire thing was fucking crazy because Hank has gone off the deep end in this season. So yeah, far. and now has really gone off the deep end. That actor is acting his fucking pussy off, dude. Yeah. Wow. He's yeah. doing a fucking he's going for an Emmy. Something. He's doing great. <laughs> Holy Can I shit. Try and uh dethrone Kieran Culkin from from Succession. Is he doing a good job, Kieran Culkin? Apparently, yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm trying to catch up on Succession too. Oh, wow. Like I'm on season 2 still, but yeah. like fucking um I mean, he's acting his ass off still. Okay. Everyone's acting their ass off. Yeah, I in bet. Succession. Another show I will talk about at some point. 
You, you have get to get Barry. me to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get your fucking, I got to get you in. Oh, it's just a lot. You don't want to hear Brian Cox call everyone the C word 20 times in an episode <laughs> while he pisses on his son's office uh, carpet. <laughs> that the old guy? Yeah. Logan? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's awesome. <laughs> It was awesome, yeah. but no, yeah. So okay, so that's the that's the Hank Cristobal. Which can't wait to see where that goes. Yeah, yeah. so we'll see what happens to Hank now. Well, it's done. Yeah, <laughs> it, Hank's never brought up again. Yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, no. The Sally, Sally Reed, she's trying to steal the role of her her partner, her, her uh, student, student, because yeah. she's uh, nervous about acting and she's kind of bad. And I like that they poke fun at like the Marvel shit where they bring yeah. in the um the director of I think Room. Oh really? I can't remember which film specifically. Was it Little Women? Maybe I can't remember. No, it was um, it was Coda. Coda, yeah, yeah. They brought in uh her to direct this shitty fucking. (laughs) And she does the great line. Oh, the previous episode too. The great line of um Barry calling Hank and being like, (laughs) "If Gene was a dog, you need need to go go to a new home. home. If you know what I'm saying, if you know know what what I'm saying." Yeah. So good. And there's, yeah, the line of, you know, when people see this movie, they're really going to think. The person that directed Coda directed this. Yeah. It's really funny. Such a funny fucking line. Yeah. And yeah, and there's a point, yeah, where Sally, like, literally. Literally does the monologue. And, like, steps in front of uh, her student to deliver it. And then that director's like, we need to put this. This? But it needs to come out of that. that. And it's like just because Sally's not tall enough or boobtastic enough. Yeah, literally, yeah. Boobtastic. And then they're like trying to give her like consolation prizes of like, listen, you can be like a acting like coach for like seventy thousand a year, studio pay for it. Pretty good. And like, you know, maybe you'll be able to come back into the scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really just like the most like condescending. So bad, honestly. Yeah. You know what? But also like, yeah, I feel like it's definitely condescending. Like, I guess if you're pretentious, but I'm like, you know, if I can, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that's the job you fell in love with, though. You know what I mean? I feel, yeah, from, yeah. A, from an artist standpoint and from a person that tried to do performance, it's like, that's the job that you like. <laughs> that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, sorry. Oops. <laughs> that's what it calls for. When you scream the c word at somebody and it's fucking you know recorded, recorded yeah, yeah, nobody's gonna want to work with you, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, but it is kind of shitty because like all of that happened because of Barry. Yeah, and you like, know? Um, and I'm confused about their meaning on that. Like, you know, if you have an abusive boyfriend, it can really fuck you up in your professional life. Yeah, especially if you sort of bring him on into your professional life. And, like, yeah, absolutely, and I think it's definitely unfair, and it's something that, like, because Sally is a victim. Yeah. As shitty as she might be at sometimes, she's still a victim. True, yeah. So, and sort of the way that everybody is reacting to her is terrible, and she's sort of trying to get back into Hollywood and get her career going, but people are like, mm, no, no one likes you because they know that you're kind of an asshole sometimes now. Mm. But, you know, realistically, she can't come out and say... The person I was with was shitty. And people know that now that he's in prison, but no one really gives a crap, really. They're just kind of like, damn, are you okay? Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of that too, where like they're talking about like how he escaped from prison and she's just like unaffected by it. Yeah, like um the only person who really cares so far is her student. Yeah, and she's also the only person that told her because like apparently yeah, no Sally, one else left, did. Sally left her phone away for like a while, you know, and like yeah. she's getting a bunch of messages and shit, but like fucking um Yeah, no, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, and so <laughs> it's amazing that after all of this that's happened, sort of Sally is Oh my god, and the the scene that I keep thinking about where Sally goes to the prison and talks to Barry and says, oh, yeah. you make me feel safe. And he's like, what did you say? What Can did you say? say? Yeah. Can you say that again? I made you feel safe? Sally, that's beautiful. And he keeps saying that over and over again. Yeah. It's like really fucked and that, up. And that has its payoff at the ending of this episode where like Barry's just hiding in yeah. her house. And she goes home and that fucking triggered me man because if you if you are a woman and you've ever been out and you have left the back door open or something yeah and you are nervous about that sort of thing you've had that moment where you're walking around your house and you see places that you've left dark yeah and there's that pan shot of like the hallway but it's completely dark and you can't tell that barry's there you know you know he's he's there there. you know he's fucking there yeah you know it god so good. That was really good. That was really like realistic to shit in my life how I felt. Yeah. Know? So yeah, no, that's all fucking <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, she says Barry and he comes out and that's kind of the end. Yeah. And she go and he's like she's like do you want to get out of here? And he goes, "Really?" <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And yeah. that's the first time he shows up in the episode. Yeah, that's literally the only time. Like and then yeah, they do I think probably hallucination most likely of, yeah of like him their kid they're having a kid but they're like out in like the desert pretty much like and yeah their kid is uh has acting anger out issues yeah and is acting out. yeah and bear's like mm, i'll talk to him yeah and then directed by bill Hader. yeah <laughs> like you fuck bill Hader. um yeah i can't wait for the next episode i also we didn't even talk about it fugues shot his own son not fugues uh yeah, i was saving that for last yeah because that's like i think the most shocking thing that happens Oh, I, I mean, it's hard to compare them, but like it that, really is. But it's like what, what the fuck? Like, yeah, because there's a scene because like they isolate. Um, what is it? They isolate Kusino in like the cabin where um, Moss was shot, which is also kind of fucked up. I it feel is like really fucked up. I think if I'm not mistaken, that is because it seems like the same area. But what happens is like uh, his son leaves him there, and like, man, and this is another setup and payoff. Yeah, and but then, not funny. Not the funny has payoff. Yeah, the, uh, you're gonna shoot your son payoff. Yeah, like, but also like, Kusuno's now a victim because yeah, Kus- Kusuno spent all that time in the third season being kidnapped by Barry. Yeah, and like being forced to do shit for Barry, and now he's like stuck here, and he has like PTSD pretty yeah. much of Barry showing up and fucking with him. Yeah, so they set up, like, so, okay, so his son is, like, uh, like you know, you can't go out, you can't, you know, there's no nothing mm-hmm. here. And then he's, uh, Kusuno's like, well, not even, like, this specific I can't cafe order from this cafe. Shit from this cafe, yeah. And he's like, no. And then it's dead at night. Yeah. Kusuno uh, has his prop gun. Yeah. That apparently works, which is also, like... <laughs> yeah, They've set that up a had. lot, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, before there were seasons where, like, Barry, not Barry, but Kusno will, like, hold the gun. Yeah. But immediately after shaking, all the bullets would come out. And, yeah. you know, it would be for comedic effect. Yeah. But now he knows how to use it, apparently. Yeah. And fucking shoots his son in the shoulder, I think is where it I was. Think so. Because his shadow comes out above the, um, in the window which, of the door. Which hopefully means that he's okay. Yeah, because that would be fucking... But also, it's kind of, you know, if you think metaphorically about Kusno's sort of, sort of arc... Barry was like his son, and Barry was treating Kusno like his dad. 
Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And Kusner's not a good dad. No, not at all. But he was good enough of a dad for Barry just for telling him, hey, you're not a bad person. And also, yeah, in comparison to like Fuchs, like fucking. Yeah, who's just like, you are a bad person. You'll continue to be a bad person. Yeah. Because you're just never going to be a good person. Yeah. And that's sort of the ultimate question with Barry is, is, you know, is redemption even possible? Yeah. And I guess their answer so far is like, not in this society. No, (laughs) not here, baby. Not in this prison system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're all fucked, and that's the rainbow. <laughs> fucking yeah, <laughs> that'll be the last episode. Instead of Barry, it'll be like we're fucked. <laughs> we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> that you thought this show was a comedy? You're fucking wrong. <laughs> You're fucking bitch. wrong, bitch. But yeah, I don't know. And so basically, it's it's interesting to see sort of like the the history repeating itself with Kusuno where. He's now being a bad being a dad, bad dad again. yeah. Even though he, what he's trying to do is just protect himself because it's sort of like, and that maybe that's why he was a bad dad in the past was, you know, sort of generational trauma for him. Yeah. I don't know. It's really good. It's so Everybody's good. making great. And also, I really want to point out, he wasn't really that, that much in this episode, but Jim was specifically put Kusuno in, um... The cabin where Janet Moss, his daughter, died. Oh, yeah, true. But also knew exactly where Barry would be. Yeah, but apparently still missed, like... Because apparently the, the, the when, in the scene where Sally comes home, I think that Jim was is sleeping. More, yeah, I yeah. think that was what happened was he was trying to stop her from going in so he could catch yeah. Barry, but then missed her going in and kind of was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, yeah. So I think now we'll see what happens what immediately happens after. Yeah. Um. But yeah, fucking, and I think that was why, like, you know, Kusuno was so fucking worried about Barry showing up at the, the scene of the crime. Yeah. When I think Jim was like, of course not. He's never going to. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't care that much about this specific murder. You know, mm. that's kind of the situation is like people that visit the scene of the crime, of they care yeah. about what happened. It just Barry doesn't. He cares about Sally. So Jim sort of knows more about Barry's psyche than Gene Cousineau does because Gene is kind of like in his own head. Yeah. Thinking or, that he's the one that Barry is going to murder first. And yeah, and it's also kind of like shown when he's doing like the theatrical performance of Barry. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, when I met him, he was like, you know, whatever. And uh, <laughs> he puts that fucking that horrible accent, like almost New Yorker, Brooklyn esque, like fucking. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you like actors and you like um, uh, fucking who plays? Gene Cousineau? Um, Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. If you like him and you like seeing him act and you like Bill Hader, this is a beautiful moment because you get to see Henry Winkler do a Bill Hader impression. (laughs) (laughs) Which has got to be one of the funnier moments on this show. Like doing it. Like I'm sure Bill Hader was behind the scenes laughing his fucking ass off. Please say you love me. Please say you love me. Really good. This motherfucker. Like, yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I can't wait. I can't wait for the next episode so much. Yeah. So bad. Oh, uh, fuck. There's one other really funny scene. And oh. it's where um, it's um, Gene break with his lawyer breaking into the reporter's house. Oh, yes. And there's, um, 
<laughs> they like break they the fucking the computer. I think this the, is another. The there's a lot of like really long shots, and I really like that about this show because I yeah. think this is all, one of the longer shots where like they throw it in, and then yeah, the lawyer in the background throwing it in, <laughs> yeah. and like fucking like while Gene's talking to the the wife, mm-hmm. and then like the wife's like, oh, he's not here, but he said he was going to like some detective's house. It's real true crime uh, humor. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if you've ever like listened to true crime, if you've heard all the crazy shit the cops do, the stupid bumbling idiot shit the cops do, and yeah. you've laughed. If you're that kind of person, then this is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. God, but yeah, no, this is a great show. Yeah, it's I very can't good. wait for tomorrow's episode. Me too. Yeah, I gotta know. I mean, I assume the sun's gonna be okay. Bill Hader's like, nope. Nope, I'm, I'm showing up. You know, apparently there was a, a, I don't know if this is true, but I saw on TikTok, apparently Bill Hader just wanted to do a subplot where Hank and Cristobal just like toward Santa Fe. Aww, that's kind of so, cute. But nope, we gotta kill Cristobal. Damn, maybe so now, it'll be So now the... it's gonna be, oh, we gotta kill the son. What if we do a thing where Gene and his son just like, you know, reconnect and like they, they share a love for theater. Nope, we're gonna kill the son, baby. Yeah, and it's especially sad because uh, Kusano's son has a son. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, great show. Go watch it. Hey, Josh, what's up? You're looking chill. Thanks. I am chilling very well right now, thanks to our partners at Via Hemp. Heck yeah. If you're looking to chill out after a long day of work and you're dealing with anxiety and stress, or if you want to set the mood in the bedroom, there's a Via Gummy for it. Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a medium dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This best-selling gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. Wow. Via also offers a wide array of other gummies with and without THC ranging from 0 to 100 milligrams. So whether you're a 2 milligram or a 50 milligram user looking to potentially improve your sleep, focus, or recovery... Via has something for you. So, if you're 21 or over, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning gummies with our exclusive code SAVETHIS at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Sarah, how do you feel about Via Hemp? I love Via Hemp. I use hemp gummies to go to sleep most nights. I use their Zen gummies to fall asleep super quickly. They taste great. They're made with vegan and organic ingredients, and they're super calming and potent got some of the best nights of sleep i've ever had on these honestly nice yeah whether you want to get better sleep ease anxiety enhance your mood or just get elevated they have something for you their products range from zero milligrams to 100 milligrams of thc so these guys have you covered whether you're looking to microdose or enjoy some potent effects via legally ships to all 50 states and discreet packaging directly to your door with a worry-free guarantee no medical card required. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code SAVETHIS to receive 15% off and one free sample of their award-winning gummies if you're 21 or older. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com and use code SAVETHIS at checkout. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you and take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from ViaHemp. All right. <sighs> All right. All right. Stargate's Prophecy. Come on. Let's go. Chapter 19. Let's fucking go. The Mirage. Oh, is that actually spelled right? Yeah. Oh. And this is the part where Josh is going to check out. <laughs> Wouldn't this be kind of funny if it was like The Prestige and that was just the entire script of The Prestige? I guess that would be kind of funny, yeah. You ever seen The Prestige? No, I haven't. Good. Yeah, nice. Is this good? No. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right, so okay, what happened last time, Sarah? Um, Somebody fucking died. Who gives a shit? I think the deputy died or whatever. Oh. And they had a new deputy. 
who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who fucking cares about this shit? Have we, no, have we, have we go both mentally... To the last thing. Have we both mentally checked out from this? I'm sorry, I gotta keep tabs on these fucking cats now? I will say, we did keep tabs more on the wolf story than we did this one. Yeah, we were more interested in actually what was going on. Yeah, but This one, it just seems like random crap happens yeah. every chapter. I think someone's already suggested a new thing, and I don't know what it is right now, and I can't remember it. I, I know what you're talking about. I read that, too, but I forgot what it was. Yeah. Um... So uh, yeah, get ready for oh, us. Oh, wasn't to... the your name um, the One Direction Mafia? Might have been, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <sighs> Why do we have to read? It's our fucking now. life. Yeah. The next morning, Stargleam woke up and Hawk Frost was still sleeping next to her. She didn't want to wake him, so she left him then and went to look for a bunch of cats to go on parole. Patrol. Fuck. They're off on patrol. Parole, dude. But it's was spelled parolt. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, I know. I know. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming the story. Jazz song. Red paw. Lake paw. Flame pelt. You're all going to parole to the Wind Clan border. Okay. <laughs> she said, and then she went back to her den to wake um, Hawk Forest up. She had to tell him something. Hawk Frost. Let's get married. She. Yeah. Woke him up. See, okay. She <laughs> cock him up. She cock him up. Yeah. She woke him up and locked and locked. Looked at him expectantly, and he blinked his amber eyes. Oh, sweet! That's a great idea. He said. Should we tell the clan? Yeah, that's why I was waking you up. <laughs> <laughs> she left the den, and Hawk Frost was following. Let all cats older to. Catch their prey, gather here beneath the high ledge for a clan meeting. I don't know what it is, guys. I'm sorry. I know it's, <laughs> I remember it from the books, but I don't remember that exact words and it's misspelled, so I can't. I yeah. don't know. <sighs> if I read it correctly, it's let all vats older to cast their on prey, gather here, bend the high edge for a clan meeting. So, I mean, I'm doing the best <laughs> I fucking can, all right? Shit. Actually, it's a, the clan. It's a clan meddling when all the <laughs> clans become meddling kids and solve <sighs> cases together. They all gathered, even though. Ah, man, Will Milo was upset that Bridepaw had been hurt. I haven't actually read Fading Ashes yet, but I've heard that she gets hurt. Because we're trying to keep it in canon with the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. we're trying to make sure that this story, lest it have to become a published novel, will still at least work within the canon of fucking warrior cats. <laughs> uh, Hot Frost and I are getting married, yelled Starpaw Happy. Everyone started clapping. <laughs> and I clapped. <laughs> Everyone started clapping. Do you know what the clapping is spelled like? No. Crapping. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone no, that's right. That's actually crapping. They started crapping their pants because, their that, because pants. they couldn't believe it. They couldn't fucking believe it. <laughs> yeah. All right. They were so <laughs> happy for Star Star. They needed a mat. They knew she needed a mate. Do you know what we should do? Called out Bub Paw. <laughs> Called out Bub fucking Bub. Bub. Called out fucking Bub. And Starglave didn't want to listen to him because he was stupid. Author's known. Just look at his name. How could he not be stupid? <laughs> wow. Fuck you. Yeah. Naming a fucking uh, using a character's name that you deem to be stupid, so all your other characters can name him stupid. 
What a fucking Monopoly guy. Jesus. But she was leader, so she decided to harm him. What is it, bumflit? She asked, looking at the cat. We should announce it to the gathering, he said, and everybody cheered. They all argued with him. So the the clan cheered, cats left for the gathering, but they when they got there, they saw Bullstar was dead. In his place was Flamestar. That means someone to someone. <laughs> Something to someone. I don't know. There's only a certain amount of words that you can't read, that you can read, that you can, but you can't read, that yeah. your brain is like, turn off, turn off. Turn off, yeah. Turn off. Don't do this. And you know, yeah, really... <laughs> But the quota, when it comes to, like, when we have to start reading, like, the Reddit stories, you know, then it becomes, like, you know, like, I, I, I gotta turn my brain back on for this, you know, I gotta... I actually have stopped reading stories that I can't, I know I'm gonna have a hard trouble reading. That's fair. That's a... I just stopped reading stories entirely, I just picked titles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, chapter 19, The New Love. Stupid flames, you're all Satanists. Star Jesus is your saver. Why can't you just accept that? <laughs> also, I'm not a troll. People tell me I'm very pretty. <laughs> By the way, Jazz, are you happy with the last chapter? I know I promised you I would make you deputy. Gasp. What are you doing here, Firestar? She said. I took over Shadow Clan, he said happily. I went to their territory and they found me there. They told me that Blackstar was dead, so he was... uh. He was so depressed. Wow, that's how, not that's how's it spelled? D P E R S E D. Depressed. Depressed. That's not how you spell that. He was so depressed when you became leader that he committed suicide. <laughs> what? Thanks, Star Jesus. Oh my gosh! But that's a sin," said Star Gleam. <laughs> I know, right? Said Firestar. But he was so sad you wouldn't be his mate. Gleam Star was sad for a moment, but then she remembered her and Hawk Frost Coon were getting married, and she was happy again. <laughs> Hearing that someone you knew died, and then being like, "Well, at least I'm not. At least I'm getting married." Hot take. Yeah. More empathy in that paragraph than in the wolf story. Parents dying. Yes. That's because at, at least it was there. At least it was yeah. there for like a second, you know? At least Blackstar wasn't like, here, don't worry about me. I'm just going to go kill myself. You got it. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave, your, leave your hot take analysis between the wolf story and this, <laughs> and this. in the comments. I, that's something I want to hear. I want to hear your guy. I want to see a two hour long video essay about... How Star that one moment has, but compared to the wolf story we read. She ran towards the high rock. All the cats were catching her as she passed. They wondered why she was even more radiant than usual today. It was because she is happy, Hawkfrost thought. Cats of all clans, she yelled. Um, I have an announcement. What is it, leader? They all said. Hawkfrost and me are getting married. The cats cheered and crapped and saw and happy. Some of them were sad they never got to be Stargleam's mate, but they were happy anyways because they loved her and knew what was best. Let <laughs> the marriage begin. But before the marriage could hap happen, there was an, a noise. I want her to be my mate, said a voice from Adobe. <laughs> like Adobe. Premiere? <laughs> 
Th this is above. quite a Above. Context clues. <laughs> Star Clan said Gleamstar. No, said the voice. It's the dark forest. And then there were clouds. It started to rain and lightning striked. It was it hurt Stargleam. It hurt. And Gleamstar could feel herself did. <laughs> Died what, what, on the inside? Die, could feel herself die? I don't know. Okay, wait, hold on. And Gleamstar could feel herself I think it's die. Die. I assume because we're going to the uh, yeah wait because we're going to the dark forest again. That's pretty. You know what? Cutting edge to kill your protagonist. Yeah. Except it isn't. This was done in Harry Potter, <laughs> so you can bring him back. <laughs> yeah. She woke up. She was in the dark forest. She remembered it was black around Black Star. She said, wondering if he wanted to see. Was Blackstar a bad cat? She wondered. She didn't know if he would be too oh too. Di okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this the way it fucking is because this doesn't this make is any the damn author's sense. intent. Yeah. <sighs> okay. She walk up. She was in the dark frost. She remembered it was black around Blackstar. She said, wondering if he'd wanted to see. Was Blackstar a bad cat? She wondered. She didn't know if she would oh to oh the letter O to <laughs> Tef Bark Firest. Is incomprehensible. That I've been doing a great fucking job so far. But and if you I really think, think I haven't, you go and fucking read this yourself, and then you come back to me with an look apology. Look at me in my eyes with an apology. and apologize, okay? Or if you genuinely think that, look at me in my eyes and say you could do a better job, okay? Because I and don't fucking believe you. If you realize how hard a job it is, if you want to pay for Sarah's brain surgery that we're going to have to do after this, you can go to Patreon.com. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to go to the doctor for the first time in years and then be like, why do you have this many tumors? Why do you have a paw-shaped uh, uh, tumor in your like, uh, you vocal You got so gland? many fucking tumors in your head, dude. She woke up. She was in the dark. Oh, I'm not reading that again. She saw a, sh uh, a shape in the distance. Black star, she said. It's me, Stargleam. The cat turned around. It would. It was Ashfire. Ashfire looked at her. Giggle. He said, "Gleamstar, you're beautiful, like Squire Flit. I want you to be my met." No," said Gleam. He looked sad. What do you mean? He said. And then he was Brockenstar. <laughs> what a twist! I assume. <laughs> what? Thanks for making my job harder tomorrow. I appreciate You're that. You're fucking welcome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. Thank you. Um, that and, meant something and zoom to someone. In on my face too. No, okay, you can go fuck yourself. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, like, listen, Sarah, like, Sarah, I appreciate what you're doing with, like, reading this, but, like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing, I'm doing more, more not more than the bare minimum. <laughs> I swear to God, I mean, none of this should be, uh, actually, this is what he was supposed to say. Luckily, this is pre-recorded because if somebody told me that right now, like, if this was on Twitch or something, yeah, I'd find a gun and shoot myself in the head. <laughs> Just because of the pain.
Yeah, gun show's coming into town next week. And uh, let me tell you, there might be one more. There's a potential customer waiting. Yeah. Waiting for the Facebook ads you're going to get because we said this and your phone's like. That would be another funny way to, to, to die is to go to the gun show and buy a gun and be like, wow, so do you recommend this one? And like take up like an hour of their time and then be, yeah, like, just, then be like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's pretty good. I mean, it depends on what you're going to use it for. I'm like, oh, is it good for like, you know. Like hunting, I guess, or whatever. Like close like, range, like, like close range hunting, I guess. Like you know, like less than an inch. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess if you put it in any gun in close range, you're really gonna get the job done. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, this one I really I think it's good. It's affordable, you know. And then yeah. you're like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, it sounds like it sounds good. I'll buy sounds it. Like the perfect gun. You yeah, know? awesome. You know, and uh, thank God with uh, Florida law, you know, you don't actually need to conceal carry. Really, yeah, yeah it's an awesome dude. Yeah, it's great to conceal carry. So that's you know, uh, I've been interested in guns. I don't have any training, but you know, he goes, yeah. well, okay. And then he like goes through the process, and he's like, oh yeah, here's how you, yeah, here's how you, here's load. how you do the thing. You do the trigger, you know, and then you know. But yeah, so here you go. And then you're like, oh wow, great, that's really cool. Then he hands you a loaded gun, and then you just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that would be awesome. I think that would be that uh... would be a really funny way to do that. And I think could have um, good lasting impact. I think. I think so too. Yeah, Sarah's law. You can't. You can't. You can't kill ammo. yourself at the gun yeah, show. Yeah. God, <laughs> how are you feeling about how many more chapters? We have like eighteen more, right? Yeah. So nine more episodes. More than two months worth of this. I forget about it in between. That's true. You know. Yeah. You know. It doesn't take a lot of headspace. No. That's good. Because there's not a lot of there wasn't a lot of headspace writing this, so you know it's you know it's kind of nice. That's pretty good. You know that's that's a nice thing. You know it's, I'm not. That's why I I'm say when seat. you're like, oh, what happened? I'm like, I'm fucking now. Yeah, and I don't remember either. Yeah, and, you know, I I literally I watch these. I I do this once you, and I, yeah. I watch it over, and I still can't remember shit that happens. <laughs> that I'm literally I'm literally editing it, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Do you want to do Reddit? Do you want to do ads? Let's do fucking ads, dude. We gotta earn some sort of some sort of currency for your again your brain your brain tumors. No, I brain tumor. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to the ad break. Welcome. Hey, are you enjoying this podcast so far? I know I sure am. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you better like, comment, subscribe, hit the gosh darn bell. Hit that dang bell, dude. And uh, don't forget to raise five stars on Apple and Spotify. Do it. If you want to help the podcast financially, though, there's a couple ways to do it. If you go over to patreon.com forward slash APWSTR. You get early access to podcast episodes. You get added bonus content as well as ad-free content, so you don't have to listen to this whole spiel every week. Yeah, Sarah's going crazy for it. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, if you want to not get the free content and bonus content, it's mm-hmm. not free. You got to pay for it. If you don't want any of that nonsense, that if, nonsense. If you're okay with the ads, you're okay with not you getting bonus content. You don't want to give your sense to that nonsense. And you want to help us out one time, you can go over to buymecoffee.com forward slash ABWSTR and whatever you put in your coffees, you can buy us coffees and we'll read whatever you have to say in the note. As long as it's not stupid and dumb.
By that, I mean racist, transphobic, homophobic, anything bad. Exactly. It can be stupid. It can be stupid, though. It, it can, can be, be stupid, like yeah. two plus two equals three or something. I'll, I'll read it. Uh, no, nah, I won't read that. I won't, I won't spread I'll lies. I won't spread lies on this fucking show. <laughs> I love spreading misinformation. No. Demonetized. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Buzzy B bought a coffee. Buzzy B. Hi, guys. I enjoy the podcast so much. Smiley mm. face. I always have such a difficult time doing chores around the house, but the podcast always helps me up to get up and motivated to do them. Nice. I just want to say thank you for that. I hope both of you have a great night and two heart emojis. You too. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. We're happy to help you out do your chores. Yeah. So Kale bought us two coffees. Hey, Josh and Sarah. I'm Hello. A little Hello. I'm a little behind on episodes, but I realized that I've been listening to APWSTR for a whole year now. Nice. Last year's Creator Clash was my first ever pod, and now it's now come full circle. Shout out to my friend Mary, who introduced me to you both. Oh, and thank nice. you two for carrying me through some really difficult times. Mm -hmm. Let the record show that while I'm very gay, Sarah is a goddess and fine as hell. Like she has me reconsidering everything. Dot, dot, dot. Kissy face emoji. Nothing for me. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I sent two coffees, one for each, unless Sarah wants them both. I do Sorry, want Sorry, Josh. Yep. Love you both. Sorry, Josh. And keep up the amazing work creating the only <laughs> podcast I'll ever listen to. Well, nice. thank you for that last one. Uh, no, I'm taking both the fucking coffees. <laughs> Cause fucking, are you are you guys fucking kidding me? I'm gonna file workplace every, every, compensation. Every goddamn coffee, <laughs> every single one. Not every one. Every single one. You just one. read one that wasn't like that. That was it. Wasn't like that. But yo, someone someone make an Excel spreadsheet of every coffee we've gotten that has that has coffees or for Sarah specifically. You can be creative with it. You can make a diagram. You can make like a, a, make pie, a pie chart. chart. Yeah. yeah, you can do whatever you want visually. Make a, make a pie chart. It's just going to be a full circle and it's just going to say Sarah love and that's Disseminate it. this information however you want. You don't have to do it as an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. But a spreadsheet might help. Thank you for the coffees. I Thanks do, for we the do coffees, appreciate. guys. Yeah. And uh, if you want to become a channel member, we haven't streamed in a while. We've been very busy. We have been. But starting next month or two, we should be able to do more streams more frequently. Yeah, it should be less time. Yeah. yeah. And that's also a good way if you want to get your name at the end of the podcast without spending $5 for Patreon. Yeah. I meant more time in our busy schedule, so yeah. we're good. Yeah. But yeah, fucking, uh, that's about it. Enjoy the rest of the show, guys. Let's do it. Let's do these Reddit stories. All right, it's Reddit time. Ten! We gotta I, get through ten! We gotta get through ten, we did it. Fuck yeah, it. I really fucked myself when I said, hey, let's do eight stories one of these weeks, because this week I had to post a bunch of TikToks, mm -hmm. and I just didn't have... Enough? <laughs> well, I had, there were enough, technically, but I didn't really want to make them TikToks for one reason or another, like some oh. of them were listener stories from oh. a while ago, oh, Okay. and there was one with, like, the... <laughs> Uh, what is it? The uh, like a, the the parents being like, I don't approve of your age gap relationship, and I know you told me specifically not to <laughs> do that one. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't do that. I kept. I I kept. I was like really tempted. Like, fuck, this is the only one I could think of that maybe. Mm. But I was like, Sarah said no. I'm not doing it. Do I do this one first? It's really sad. <laughs> maybe maybe save it for okay. yeah. But okay, welcome to the Reddit segment, everybody. Welcome to the Reddit. We both got five Reddit stories, and Sarah will be kicking us off with a story. Oh, this one's great. I love this one. Okay, good. So okay. Start, off, start off with the banger, because okay, like, yeah. you know, we got it really... This one's really good. Yeah, I like okay. this one a lot. All right, yeah. My ex... This is from uh, True Off My Chest. Ooh. My ex-girlfriend got revenge on me, and I'm so broken. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I, male 25, have been with my ex-girlfriend, Carly, female 23, for nearly 10 years. We were high school sweethearts and we had a good relationship up until she completed college. 
adulthood has been putting a strain on our relationship, so bills and finding sustaining jobs has been a challenge. We started arguing a bunch and just started overall being annoyed with each other's existence. Hmm. Okay. Cool. We weren't sleeping in the same room, let alone being intimate. It was a tough time, to say the least. We tried therapy, and I felt like it wasn't working. I honestly wanted to be done, but I couldn't break up with her because we lived together and she helped me get out of debt. So I did something horrible, and I started cheating on her with her childhood best friend. What? (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't know how to bring up, like, an adult that I don't think we should be together. So your best friend, I started fucking... I thought she would never find out, and my gosh, was I wrong. <laughs> what do you mean they were never going to find What? My gosh. My goodness. I'm really getting caught up on the details, but my, my gosh, gosh is written in there. Yeah. My gosh. My gosh, what I was wrong. What an oopsie doopsie. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Yesterday afternoon, I came home, and she wanted to talk, and without hesitation, she jumped straight into it and asked me point blank if I was cheating on her. And I, of course, tried to lie, and she just started laughing and says, I knew you weren't going to admit it, but now I'm going to give you the benefit, but I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt, so now I just feel less guilty. I just confessed to her, and she just looked at me and didn't have any expression nor speak. When I finished, she just laughs and told me that I, uh, and I would never, oh, fuck. When I finished, she just laughs and told me, and I would never forget it. Honestly, it's fine because Louie was over last weekend and we had a great time. Oh. My heart dropped to my stomach because Louie is my big brother. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this tea is piping this hot, is bro. Some fucking <laughs> piping fucking hot. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Wow, I don't want to be friends with anyone in this scenario. (laughs) I just thought it was a low blow on Carly, given she knew how insecure I was about my brother. He's the golden child and literally always did things ten times better than me. Batman couldn't get that shit out of me. (laughs) (laughs) If my brother fucked my fucking partner... (laughs) Yeah. And I said he always does things ten times better than me. I wouldn't say me. that publicly. Yeah. Never ever would I say that. Well, that's that's pretty fucking wild. You just admitted he's better at sex than yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah, fucking Jesus. <laughs> you fucking dumbass. On the internet. On the fucking internet. It's dude. never gonna go away. Okay. Christ <laughs> always Almighty. Did, always did things ten times better than me. I'm stucking to have some sort of relationship with him. Not true. And meanwhile, she can just drop her friend. So it's not as bad. Uh, My chest and heart has been hurting so much since I found out and I'm so broken. I know I was wrong for cheating first, but if she knew why, uh, if she knew, why didn't she just break up with me first? I called out of work because (laughs) I feel like coming up. That's kind of rich coming from you, man. Why didn't you break up with her? Yeah, come on. Don't be a pussy breakup. Yeah, you're yelling. Yeah, yeah. just peaks all shit. fucking on the fucking uh, Adobe. God. Did you know that you can get distort natural distortion by screaming into the <laughs> yeah, microphone? Crazy. Whoa. Uh, I called out of work because I feel like throwing up just thinking about it. Oh, poor baby. <laughs> Damn. Okay, this is the edit, which is really why I chose this okay, one. Okay. Yeah. Try strap in for this, or yeah. Edit. I did not intend for this to be a viral post. I'm just extremely hurt 
and I get I fucked up. Also, yes, I know she did because she offered video proof. And my brother has been dodging my calls. I'm going actually insane right now. And all you people are just obsessed with kicking me while I'm down. And it's fucked up. Like, why I get Why'd you post it on the fucking internet? Wait, okay. Yeah, I don't really... fucking post it that dumbass. Like, okay, usually, I'm okay, like, 90% of the time, I'm really, like, guy, like, you know, I get we it. We shouldn't dunk on people. We yeah. shouldn't dunk on people, and I, listen, it's... Really, I'm, this is mostly to do a light dunking, and then you move on. It's a very light dunking, you move on. Like, last week, like, I was, I, when I was looking at the stories that I picked, I specifically went against the story because a guy apologized for yeah, being yeah, an yeah. asshole, you know? Yeah. But like on the flip side, I chose this one because this guy is like, guys, stop bullying (laughs) me. me. Yeah, (laughs) that's the real that's the real two genders of this podcast is (laughs) Josh empathetically being like, I'm gonna I'll sit this one out for this guy sometimes too. Yeah, just not when it's like, she fucking my brother. But this is some pretty crazy tea. Yeah, he really and I mean I guess the thing uh, I'll read. Okay, yeah, we'll finish up after this. Yeah, (laughs) like I get it. Lol, so funny. She won. Good for her. Also, with the debt, she helped me pay. She helped me pay it off. She just did it from her. She just did it from her inheritance. I didn't ask her if she asked for the money back. I will be willing to set up some payment arrangement with her. So she chose to have her own inheritance from whoever the fuck died yeah. in her family help you out of debt, and you pay her back by cheating on her with her best friend. Yeah. Like, okay, like, man, no decision here was good. Like, like, wow, this is, oh my god. People are like this? People are, like, fucking... I think it's good that she fucked the brother. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest, and I think it's great. I think that was a great decision. I think that's, yeah, I think that, you know... <laughs> I don't care if I'm toxic. I think that's wonderful. I think that's a great idea. Because what? So, okay, so he expected, like, the way he's talking about this is, like... Yeah, I cheated on I cheated on her, whatever. Yeah, and that's the yeah, that's like the one thing that's like the one thing where I'm like, yeah, you should have just fucking broke. She's up. supposed to just like and now it's on her to break up with him. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. You should have just broken up with her in the first place, not make this weird fucking loop where like, oh, because I'm cheating on you, you break up with me. That somehow it's worse because it's your brother than it is than it no, was it's her still best cheating. friend. Yeah, like it's still fucking God, people are fucking crazy. Like, you know, like, that's fucking crazy. Dude. God. I don't know. I Like, you're expecting her to just fucking take it. You fucked around and found out. Yeah, you found out. Yeah. You hurt someone else and you expect them to just, like, deal with it and be the more mature person than you. Yeah, that's, that's not gonna, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy, yeah. And you found out. You found out, yeah. I this think is that's real, allowed. This is a real, yeah, this <laughs> is like, sometimes. Fine. Sometimes they're, they're, the nuclear option is acceptable to be yeah. pushed, I feel like. She didn't kill your pet. She didn't do anything. She just fucked your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Instagram. Um, uh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> she didn't do shit. She just fucked your brother, man. Just fucked your brother, yeah. In fact, you know what? Ten times better arguably, at everything is the craziest fucking thing. Arguably, she you created more pleasure in this world, you know, and you just created more pain, so. Ten times more pleasure, to be yeah, exact. ten times more. <laughs> we know the math. I feel like that's a female fantasy. I don't know. I feel like that really is, like, with the idea, the, the really kind of fucked up sort of psychology of, like, what am I going to do if my boyfriend cheats on me? 
like or really betrays me or something yeah and i've straight up thought about it i'm sure i've been like all right great we're gonna break up you get this room i'll get the other room yeah and i'm gonna take my tinder dates home and you're gonna have to meet them yeah yeah i gotta shake their hands <laughs> you gotta first shake before, their yeah. fucking hand that's yeah. fair that's fair yeah i'm not gonna fucking keep it down bastard <laughs> and it God. even doesn't it's not even cheating yeah. just if we broke up just if Okay. I'm gonna be so pissed off. That's what's gonna happen. Ders actually has a gun up against me right now, being like, "If you break up with me, I'm gonna fucking yeah." Even if it's the most amicable breakup, where it's just like you know, we both don't have yeah, these. Yeah, it's know. great. And like on Tinder, as we're doing the breakup, like setting up my you, account, I'm trying to talk to you, Sarah. I'm making eye contact with you, <laughs> but I, you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were left slide. Oh, thank you. You were saying no to them. That's what that you were doing. The it's wrong female intuition. You didn't let me go on long enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> At least I know yeah. you're still being selected. Yeah, of course. I can't just talk to anybody. It's a serial killer. Oh, okay. That's fair. In yeah. our house? <laughs> <laughs> in, no, sorry. In your portion of the house. Because this in door my will be portion, locked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a crime scene over there, and I'll still be able to stream. <laughs> In here, so God, (sighs) I don't even know what to say about that one. That's just crazy. That's just fucking crazy, dude. Fucking awesome. That's pretty good. I think it's great. Hell yeah, solved it. I approve. (laughs) Sarah approves. Sarah approved cheating. All right, okay, you ready? We gotta do this. We gotta do this. We gotta fucking do this. Welcome to a very not obvious cut that I did. Yeah, what? In post. Yeah, what? it's not like we have to. We had to record this podcast over two days for reasons. <laughs> okay, are you ready, Sarah? Yeah, I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you fucking ready? I'm fucking ready. Let's go to go back to this podcast that we didn't. We for sure didn't record over two days. Yeah. No. What? Yeah. I'm totally don't have. I totally don't have different glasses on right now. Yeah, and I totally. Yeah, you know. Okay, get strap yourself in. All right, because I got re- I got to read it for you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Am I the asshole for yes. telling my... Si- <laughs> Am Let's I the go. A- next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, if you want to fucking play games... All right, whatever <laughs> you do, your joke. Go. <laughs> uh, am I the asshole for telling my sister her haircut isn't some big achievement? Yes. Oh my God, I want to read this one <laughs> so bad now. My dad died unexpectedly and relatively young. My youngest sister was three at the time. Her hair was a lot like his. It's super curly. Because of this, our mom did a lot to maintain it. Growing up, mom would spend hours on my sister's hair, and each morning was dedicated to the two of them in the bathroom, with my sister screaming and crying because brushing it through it was long and unpleasant. Feel that. Up until she was 13, mom insisted on washing and styling my sister's hair. She never let it let her cut it or dye it. When someone suggested getting it trimmed while well, well, they were kicked out of the house. I won't lie, mom was controlling at times, but I thought we all knew it was because of grief and memory of our dad. Well, mom died, and the first thing my sister did was get her hair chopped incredibly short and died. She <laughs> sent myself and my siblings a picture of her new haircut with the caption, Sharon, our mom, always said I was going to grow my hair down to my butt. Not anymore. Mm. I thought it was my sister's way of grieving, but now she mentions it a lot, like asking how pissed do you think mom would be if she saw my hair this short. <laughs> I told her after the fifth comment to stop acting like her haircut was some big achievement. It's not. Millions of people get haircuts and she should know her hair is important to mom because it reminded her of dad. 
She says she wasn't supposed to be Sharon's doll or replacement of their dad. Truth. She should have been her own person. If yes. I can't respect that, she doesn't need me. If I can't respect that, she doesn't need me in her life. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Like, uh, very obviously. So, let me get this straight, right? It's okay for your dead mother, your mother who is dead now, while yeah. she was alive, to abuse a child because of grief. But it's not okay for when? your sister to cut her hair because of grief. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I th I'm sensing a double standard here. Yeah, just a interesting. Little bit. Um, don't get it. And uh, can't wait for the TikTok comments. They're like, and that's what I'm going to hear every time I read them because it's like, man. Yeah, you kind of have to, yeah. As a person who is constantly like... You need to put, you know, like, I don't know. I had a fucking thing. My mom had a control thing over my hair, too. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, every morning it was like, you need to brush your hair, even yeah. if I already brush my hair. You're right. You okay, need to be this way, blah, blah, blah. To the point where when I got older, she would threat, she would, like, one time she threatened me with, like, a belt into the shower. Jesus Christ. Trigger warning. Um, after the, <laughs> trigger warning after the fact. Uh... <laughs> to take a shower while I still had my clothes on like to just like fucking to redo my hair even though I was late I would be late for school my hair was clean she just thought it didn't look clean yeah and so, so you, you need to you need to make it look clean or else I look like a bad parent yeah exactly that was what it was so now every time I go out and I don't brush my hair or something or my hair looks kind of wacky and I go out to like go to Walmart or Publix or something, I feel a little victory. You know what I mean? Because yeah, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, right. What your fucking hair looks like, you know? Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. And it's a little victory. So fucking let this person, let your your sister grow up hmm. and get past that shit. Not grow up. I'm not saying the right words today. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm out of it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's it's not every day where we have to do it all in one day. Wink, 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 wonk. <laughs> yeah, no. we had to, we were staying up all night writing the second half the of second the script. Half of this, yeah, we were actually we had uh, rewrites. <laughs> we had rewrites, but we couldn't write because of the strike. Yeah, I the forgot, strike, which yeah. is a thing I forgot to talk about earlier in the day. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. No, yeah, yeah, but um fucking uh no, yeah, yeah I agree you're with that. an asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole, yeah. But Sarah, have you did you consider that, that millions of people get haircuts every day? Not your sister when they were growing up. That is true, yeah. You described your sister crying, screaming every day. Every morning, yeah, getting her her hair in order, quote unquote, you know what I mean? Like fucking. And now she's like, yeah, I like the way my hair is in. And also, it is kind of grief because every time now she looks at her short hair, she thinks about how her mom would hate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Yeah. But now, nah, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her, dude. Damn. I can't even imagine. Cause like, I have my hair now, like it is, you know? I can't yeah. even imagine having my mom in my life to be like, you need to boys your hair. I would oh, yeah. explode. <laughs> all the skin yeah i feel that okay solved it though solved it hell yeah am i the asshole for purposefully forgetting my daughter's 15th birthday <laughs> <laughs> all right ready there's more to make it worse yeah. good great am i the asshole for purposely forgetting my daughter's 15th birthday after she supposedly forgot mine the year prior <laughs> 
Well, ho well, hold. Wait a minute. Now that we know that there's there's been an incident incident mm -hmm. where allegedly she forgot the birthday a year prior because she's a teenager and she remembers everything about yes, her parents. Yes, everyone. Yeah. Their brains are new. Let's hear her out. Let's hear. Let's hear them out. Okay. My daughter and I have been getting into arguments about this since it happened in 2018. So, okay, so this is this is some long-standing trauma now. Good. Good to know. Great. <laughs> Yesterday, she told me to post about it on this subreddit to get clarification on whether it was right or not. <laughs> Your daughter forcing you to post on Reddit? Y you should already know that you're the asshole yeah. at that point. Because if it's like, I need a thousand other people to agree with to me on this. tell my mom she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In June of 2018, it was my daughter's 15th birthday, and my husband and I decided to purposefully forget it and spend the day at the beach since we were already on our vacation. The year prior, my daughter forgot to say anything in person on my birthday. She wait, 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 in person? That's doing a lot of legwork right now. Hold on. She claims that she made me a drawing and said happy birthday, but I don't remember, and that's why I did what I did in 2018. Don't tell me that's the end. No. Okay, good. There's okay. More. That would have been crazy if it was that was it. That was all the fucking No, there's way more. <laughs> okay, good. My husband and I left for the beach around six AM while she slept. And when she called Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Dude, Holy shit. And when she called, we acted ignorant to what day it was. She didn't say anything, hung up, and said she just waited outside for us to come back. Watching from the balcony to see if we would ever come. I think it's BS, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking what wow. The fuck? She's been upset about it since then when it gets brought up. Last year on her birthday, she, th she said that it just taught her to not care about her own birthday and focus on everyone else. Yesterday, we had an argument about the same thing, and she said that she would never do it to her children, even if she did forget. And the fact that it's been five years, she's about to hit 20, she says... Since it's been five years and she still remembers it clearly affects her negatively. She also claims that it was the most terrible birthday to abandon her on. And because we were in another state staying for two months since we own a condo, she doesn't have any friends in that state. So she was completely isolated for months on top of her own birthday. Oh my God. But I think it's fair. <laughs> well, thank I, I'm glad that we get to know what you think. Um, <laughs> She's done every other birthday of mine, and I've done the rest of hers. She refuses to admit that she didn't forget my birthday in 2017. She's making me post this so she'll see all the comments as well. I said she's always just been angsty about it and to accept what she did and see how it feels. Am this, I the asshole? This has to be bait. This has to be fucking bait. Even if she really did forget in 2017, during my birthday, since mine is before hers in March, she would have been 13 at the time she forgot. And that's the end. Okay, 13. so 13 is when you forget. I don't remember anything from 13. Yeah. And I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna be real with you. I've probably like I've probably forgotten my, my, my parents' birthday at some point or another. Yeah. For or sure. I had to be reminded midway through the fucking day by someone else, you like, know. Like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, because you know, fucking oh, you're, you're, you're a child, yeah. <sighs> Base daughter though, fucking going like you gotta go to Reddit. Yeah, let's go to but Reddit. But also, there's a really, like, part of me is like, this has to be, it's probably real, but a part of me is like, it's fake just because of how shitty this the writing is. is. Yeah, like, yeah. like of how, not even like shitty in the terms of quality, but just like, I think it's bullshit, uh, you know, but that's just what I think. Oh, it got removed. Oh, it got removed, of course, yeah. Because of, of course, yeah. Yeah. 
Are you kidding me? Like, Jesus Christ. You're the asshole times 1,000. How fucking pathetic of you. Yeah, you're a fucking... (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, you've... Yeah. How... In what universe do you think it's okay to do that to a child or a teenager? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Especially, like... And you know what? Like, you could have ended it at, like, three different points, but every point after that, you made yourself sound so much fucking worse. Like, I thought... Yeah, when I thought that was the end for the first time, and then it was added on that they were isolated in a fucking yeah, condo. that's the And then they part. added on that, like, it's still going on since, like, you know, like... I feel like yeah. if your daughter's bringing this up... Multiple times. Five years later... Mm-hmm. It sounds pretty fucking traumatic to me. I don't know. I feel like that sounds like... Dude, when I found out that if you bring stuff up multiple times to your parents... That's kind of already, uh, you know, like <laughs> that's already kind of evidence for it being traumatizing. Yeah. I've done that so many fucking times to my mom. And it's some point with parents like this where they just go like, that's not a big deal. Oh, yeah. What are you talking you know, about? not a big deal. You're being a little baby. Fuck you. Like, the how, to, like diminish it. Yeah. Yeah. It's either you got one or two, one of two ways to go where you're either like, you just kind of lay down and take it, and you're like, yeah, you're right, none of my feelings are are valid, and I guess I'll just go on being a shell of a husk of a human being in your supply for the rest of your life, fucking narc. And then the other <laughs> one is, actually, fuck you, I'm burning the house down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Say, fuck you, I'm gonna burn you alive. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, what a bitch. Metaphorically. Yeah, allegedly. Theoretically. Allegedly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus, that's so crazy. Yeah. God, that got worse. How do you write that out? It's always fucking birthdays. It's always... Why is it birthdays that really brings out the worst in people? I don't know. Sometimes I think, especially with teenagers, it's like they're jealous of youth, maybe. Yeah. If that's the case, stop procreating. If you don't like young people, if you don't like, yeah, here's a here's a don't fun, have a fucking youngin. If you here's a fun here's a pro life tip. Yeah. If you're worried about death, don't have a kid. Yeah, don't do it because you're gonna be shown every day for the rest of your life what you used to be as a person, <laughs> as an age. And you know, some people say that having kids keeps you young or whatever. And uh, fuck that. Uh, that's a train of chrome, actually. Fuck that. You gotta. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta kill your kid and drink their blood. Their blood, yeah. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what really keeps you young. God, that's That's crazy. Wow, what a fucking asshole. Solved it. Solved it. Big asshole. Big Big, asshole energy. Big asshole energy. Okay. Uh, fucking. I don't want to get too meta, but I have a couple. I'm not. I'm jumping around my list. Okay. Okay. I don't. You know what? Actually, I don't remember this one, so we're gonna do it. (laughs) Awesome. Hell yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. Oh, I remember this one now. Yay. Okay, so. Would I be the asshole if I told my brother that his pregnant wife is being selfish? You fucking ready? I'm gonna guess this is a yes. My brother, 30 male, and sister-in-law, female 30, are currently expecting their first baby. In passing recently, sister-in-law mentioned that our family, including my parents from whom this will be their first grandchild, will not be invited to the hospital and likely will not get to, to meet the baby until the weeks after her, the birth. They can't write. I'm sorry, everyone. As, assholes I can't think write. this was the one that I skipped on because I they couldn't write well yeah. enough. Yeah. This took me a little off guard because our extended family is very close and we do a lot together. We often joke about being codependent. 
But in seriousness, we, all, we just all really like hanging out, aunts, uncles, and cousins <laughs> included, and we love to celebrate everything we can together. Nightmare family. My sister-in-law's family is a little different, but I would still describe them as a pretty close family. My sister-in-law is the odd duck here. She comes across as easy breezy, but is very type A and controlling in a subtle way. My brother clearly does not, quote, wear the pants in the relationship, and that's been demonstrated many times. It's her way or no way, and no one questions that because, quite frankly, we're all a bit scared of her. She went full bridezilla ahead of their wedding a few years ago, and no one has wanted to unleash that again. Today, my mom had a conversation with my brother about the baby's birth, and had confirmed that their plan is not to have anyone at the hospital, and instead have each set of grandparents, and then later each set of siblings, meet the baby at their home at separate and scheduled times in the week after the birth. Okay. I know, based on previous conversations, that my brother wants to have his family at the hospital. I'm sad for him that the chance to come out into a hospital waiting room full of his family or even just both sets of grandparents and announce it's a boy and be able to celebrate the birth of his first child would be robbed from him. I kept thinking he can text you. That's true. Yeah, you can text the words. It's a boy. Call him. Yeah, (laughs) there we have the technology. You have the technology. Yeah. I keep thinking of my brother wanting to hug my mom in the moments after the baby is born or wanting to hand his son to her father and share that important bonding moment. And it's breaking my heart that he won't get that or that he's being made to wait for it until it fits into my sister-in-law's schedule. Sister-in-law is the one having the baby, by the way. I just want to read. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it very much seems that my sister-in-law, in wanting to keep some bit of control in a largely uncontrollable situation, is using the meeting the family aspect as one thing she can control. I don't say much I don't say much to my brother about his life decisions. I'm single and childless, so I can't judge others for their choices when it comes to marriage so you and have children. No fucking clue what's going <laughs> no on. No frame of reference. Yeah. But I am his sister, I've known him his whole life, and I know that this is not a decision he's made or likes. I acknowledge that he is not the one giving birth. I also acknowledge that this is their child. Would I be the asshole yes. if I told my brother that his wife is being selfish and yes. he needs to stand up for himself and what he wants in the situation? Yes. Or all pregnancy slash baby related things automatically the mother's domain and I should yeah. just be let this be. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm you know read, what? Yes. I'm going to read the first comment. Mm-hmm. Since when did giving birth become a spectator sport? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Yeah, what an asshole, right? I feel like there's a really a lot Weird of like jealousy. just assuming. Like, do you want to fuck your brother? Like yeah. I don't know. I mean, and I always jump to that, but it's like you know, fucking. There's a weird like you know like weird. Cause Why I don't are you know. coming between your brother and his wife? Yeah, because like it's weird. It's weird. I think it is weird that you're really like just looking at it from the angle of your brother being able to, your brother celebrating the birth. And then, like, taking the baby away from the sister-in-law and being yeah. like, parents, parents, here you go, here you go. Yeah, you know. I think that's a little weird. I um, think that's a weird, like, like fetishization of birth. Well, and that happens, you know, like I told you, my mom, with her first kid, my brother Chris, uh, immediately it was taken away from her. Yeah, he that's fucking... Away. She didn't get, get the Im- immediate, and she still thinks about that to this day. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that was really fucked up. Like, yeah, you know, of I don't like her that crazy. much, but like, yeah, you know, and sort of a similar thing kind of happened with Michael, but she did get to have like hold him for a little bit. But yeah. like, it's still is fucked. That's your kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you have like a living creature inside you for nine months, yeah. I think you get to choose what happens the the moments and weeks after it comes out. You it's know like what I running mean? a marathon and getting a medal and then someone taking it. Your medal away from you, yeah. It's like, 
why did I do all that crap? Like they I literally spent put, nine months. They put the metal around just like your fucking your your sister. Yeah. Like fucking, <laughs> it's like wait a minute. You were a cool. I did si- you were a cool sibling, and that's why you being a cool sibling I did, did it. it too. Did it? I, I get it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did it. What the fuck? It's, it's the, that's kind of the, the I made this, and then I, I made, made this. this. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's just fucking weird. It's just like, weird, yeah. Yeah, if you want to ruin your relationship with your brother, totally go then and A-OK, say that. Yeah, fucking do it. Sure. Yeah, go and imply God. that you think his wife is a fucking. She's actually bitch. a control freak, Bridezilla. I'm not gonna explain how she was a Bridezilla, but uh, she's a Bridezilla. Guys, until we can say the c word on this podcast, I'm gonna continue to say bitch because I really yeah. want to say the c word so bad. <laughs> But, uh, fucking... We're gonna have a red button here, and every time we press it, that's us saying the word. And so you guys Dude. know, it's coded It's coded video language, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's gonna be the, that was easy guy. That was easy. But it's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> um, fucking yeah, man. Yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, what an asshole, dude. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole, shut up. Kind of reminds me a little bit of, like... Is this specifically just because this is about a hospital? It's a, it kind of reminds me of like the fantasies that JD would have on Scrubs. Yeah, kind of describing how like she thinks that like her sister's birth is gonna go. Yeah, that's pretty weird. And it's like because I feel like this is not this is like a stone's throw away from like we're gonna have a spotlight and then we're gonna do the the Lion King song as we hand it to the parents. You know, like I get what you mean, yeah. but it's it is weird it to is fantasize weird. about someone else's is, birth. Yeah. That's more controlling, I feel like, than saying, the like, idea, hey, like, I, I don't built want... this child in my... I, everything, my teeth went to this baby. Yeah. My te- my dental got worse because my baby Every took aspect, it. Yeah. This baby took it. My blood and sweat and tears, literally, in my poop and yeah. everything. And I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to push it out. I'm, I'm going to push out the, the placenta. I'm going to tear from vaginal to asshole. They're going to have to sew me back up. They might do an extra stitch in there because they're a misogynist. Yeah. And uh, fucking, uh, it's going to be painful as shit for me the next couple of days. And I want specific people in there. Yeah. But apparently that's controlling and abusive. That's calling controlling and abusive. According to the codependent person who describes these people as type A. <laughs> type A, yeah. That's a red flag to that's me. A, yeah, if you describe someone as a type A personality. Do you yeah. That to me screams that you're a control freak and you don't like type you don't like people that like to have their own control over their own yeah. lives. Cause I was described as type A. Me. The most disorganized person everyone's ever known. Yeah. By my mother, who was upset that I wanted to uh, go to school <laughs> and stay at school. They, they, they have mother. They say eight o'clock. I gotta be there. I gotta get oh, there at eight. You're so type A. Like, bro, Absolutely what? Absolutely ridiculous. Anyway, Jesus. solved it. Solved it. We're rolling through these. We're rolling, rolling through, through these. Fast. Yeah, because we did this all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> My 32 female friends, 29 female boyfriend, 33 male, is questioning their relationship because I told him her ugly secret. Ooh? What's, the, I, well, what's this ugly secret? That's, it's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I want to say that I know I am a terrible friend and what I did cannot be excused. All I take right. full responsibility. This is good. This is already good. 
My close friend, let's call her N, 29 female, has a long-term partner, J, 33 male. He kind of hit a jackpot. He, She kind of hit a jackpot with him. And in our group of friends, we kind of all envy her a bit. He is the sweetest guy ever. He worships the ground she walks on. And they're just the happiest couple I've ever met. They Maybe. belong together and I'm happy for her. And I'm really trying hard to fight the feeling of envy. Not hard enough. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Going off the title, yeah, if you're like, I gotta say a dark secret to fuck these two up. I am very unlucky in dating. And a few weeks ago, I broke another situationship with a man who was constantly asking me for money. Somehow, I always attract the most broke men out there. <laughs> I've never received flowers. None of my exes would invite me for holidays or nice dinners. And I have to say, that's what I envy her the most. Her boyfriend is very rich and he buys her flowers every month. Expensive gifts, holidays all the time. He is paying every time they go out for dinner. She isn't a gold digger or a bad person. She has her own money and career and also gets him expensive gifts and getaways. And I have to admit, she also often pays for me and is lending me money almost every month. So how'd you repay the favor? How'd you? Yeah. <laughs> this is, God, What this has to be like a, actually like a real dirty secret for this to matter. But so far, this really does not seem like. It's very dirty. It's, oh, oh, okay. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. A few days ago, I met Jay on our common friend on our common friends party and N wasn't there. Everyone got super drunk and we did also some illegal substances that always turned me into an even worse person. Not an excuse. Is, the, is that is yeah, not an excuse written? Fuck you. I don't, I don't we, care. We had a conversation and Jay was, um, also, I'm sorry. I think English isn't their first language. Uh, okay. So all right. That's fine. I'm sometimes I don't know what they they mean. So okay. I'm going to read it as is sometimes, but I'm going to try to, no, you're fair. You're yeah. Be, be respectful. We had a conversation and Jay was telling us he is starting to look for rings and he's planning to buy a house for them. I don't know what happened, but I got so upset that she has that all and I cannot even find a man to invite me for dinner. I continued drinking and at the end of the night I sat next to him when we had a conversation about her. Now the terrible part comes. I know a few of her secrets. When she was a student, she moved for a guy to another country and he was basically paying for her studies. She wasn't happy in that relationship and wanted to break up, but stayed a few more months because she wanted to finish her education. The guy proposed to her and she said no. I couldn't believe what I was saying uh, when I heard myself telling him that. I feel so ashamed. I saw he was hurt hearing this and he left home. Thing is, I know she isn't with him for money. She loves him a lot and doesn't want him to pay everything. But when he asked, I was quiet, indirectly saying it's true. That's not a secret. You lied. Yeah, you just lied then. To ruin your friend's relationship. Now she is texting me that he's very distant. She doesn't understand what's going on. She thinks he cheated on her. She is heartbroken and I think I know why. He traveled for a quote unquote business trip, but she found out there was no business trip. So I assume he wanted time to think alone. She is in a really terrible state, and I think I need to tell her. How should I tell her? Should I approach him and tell him that I know she isn't with him just for money? Should I stay out of that completely? Can I even save my relationship with her? I screwed up. She has been nothing but an amazing friend to me. I am an envious idiot. Too long didn't read. I am an envious asshole who told my friend's boyfriend her secret, and now he thinks she is with him just for money. <sighs> wow. You gotta tell her you what? 
He was going to propose to your friend, and then you're like, actually, she's just with you for for money, yeah. Even though you know that's not that's true. That's not true at all. People are fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it was the concept of other people being happy. Yeah. Yeah. Really, like, they I don't guys, like guys, it. Like, guys, I get it. All right, listen. Listen, guys. I don't. I, I get it. <laughs> don't get it actually at all life sucks sometimes life is terrible but why why are you gonna take it out on other people yeah you're like i don't know when i see other people being happy when i'm having a bad time i don't really the only time that's ever happened to me is when my dad died and people were like i'm having a fun time with their dad that was the only time i was like fuck you well i can understand that that that's me you know yeah no i but i can understand that but like before that, I, every time somebody was happy and I was having a terrible time and I did get very depressed and, you know, went through abuse, I'd be like, that's fucking dope. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Yeah. I know, it's just a weird reaction. I don't feel like I've had that much experience with, you know what I mean? I feel you. And even when I did do it about dad, it, it was more like, damn, I wish, you know? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm going to go fuck your dad now. Like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't like, I'm going to go do that. The dirty that. secret of me fucking your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's a little weird. It's a little sus. Yeah, yeah. It's a little. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't. I think there's a there's a limit to being envious to where, like, I don't know. You, but like, if you fucking. No. You, you started this. You got to fucking finish it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't like, you can't like you can't just get or skirt around this. You can't just relationship like, and then dip. And then be like, nah, I didn't do anything here. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Whoa, he's being distant for... I don't know what happened. Damn, that's crazy. He's probably cheating on you. Yeah. Like, it's wild. It's wild. Jesus Christ, man. Dude, he was gonna fucking propose. Yeah. And then you're like, nah, money. Nah. And, <sighs> and so someone else made a good point because it's like, so this person now has had their friend pay for them a lot yeah and is attracting people that are users and abusers like them yeah so uh, it's kind of like you put out into the world what you get you know what i mean yeah shit man you get what you put out that's fucking crazy not gonna lie yeah jesus that's crazy yeah fucking say that tell the truth don't lie you're envious that's just crazy. That's wild to me, man. I know, right? That's some crazy fucking shit. That's what I thought. Solved it, though. I, I don't have anything else to, to say, say about yeah. it. I don't, I, I don't know. Just some, just some juicy... Don't do that, guys. Juicy tea, you know what I'm saying? Juicy tea. That's the juicy pussy. <laughs> okay, Jesus. <laughs> Let's see if that came up on the fucking mics, and, you know, maybe that'll stay in, you know? All right. Oh, get ready for this fucking title. Yeah. Get, re- get ready. Mm-hmm. Am I the asshole for calling my brother-in-law a joke of a father in front of his wife and kids? What the fuck? What the fuck? My sister Rachel was married to Daniel, 40 male, for eight years. They were high school sweethearts and they tied the knot shortly after their graduation. They had a daughter together, Alice, 16 female, who was Rachel's entire world. Rachel ended up being diagnosed with cancer when she was a few weeks away from delivery and after Alice was born, she started chemo ASAP. It ended up being treatment resistant and aggressive and Rachel ended up passing by the time Alice was two. What the fuck? Daniel emotionally checked out completely. He decided to take a job opportunity abroad and he left Alice in mine and my wife's custody. 
At first, he said it, would, it was temporary, that he just needed to get things in order before Alice came to live with him, but eventually, it was obvious that it would be much longer. He signed his rights over to us, and we've been raising her alongside our three sons. As far as the boys are concerned, Alice is their big sister, and as far as Alice is concerned, they're her little brothers. Aww. Daniel got remarried, and he had two daughters. Alice wasn't invited to the wedding. We only found out about it after his brother mentioned it to us. What the fuck? Daniel does send money for her, and they write letters back and forth like he and Rachel used to do in school. I know that there has to be some part of him that loves his daughter, but it's hard to believe it considering how he practically abandoned her after Rachel died. Yeah. Daniel's brother Wes has helped out a bit with Alice too. She'll go over to his house at least once a month to see him, his wife, and their kids. A few days ago, I was taking Alice over, and when we got there, we saw that Daniel and his wife and kids were there. I was ready to get back in the car and take Alice home, but Daniel saw us and came outside. He came up to Alice and tried to hug her, but she stepped back from him. Yeah. He looked hurt, and when he asked why she didn't want to give her dad a hug, I snapped. I asked how he could, how he, I asked how he could seriously stand there and refer to himself as her dad when all he's ever been to her is a pen pal. I called him a joke for a father and a sorry excuse for a man. His wife and their daughters overheard what I said. When Alice and I got back home, Wes called me and left a message saying that he agrees that Daniel hasn't been the best father to Alice, but I didn't need to tell him that in front of his wife and their kids. I don't know. Daniel feels the same way. I did apologize to Alice for disparaging her father, but she just shrugged and said it would have only been disparaging if it wasn't true. Truth. My wife says she probably would have done worse if she'd been there. Part of me does feel like that I could have said it out of earshot of his children. I don't think he's an asshole. I don't think he's an asshole either. Yeah. Reddit also agrees not the asshole. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, it sucks that your wife died of cancer and that's fucking awful. And definitely he had a trauma response. But, yeah. like, it's I think not that, that goes up move. to a point. It's not <laughs> it the move to, to abandon your child and then to not invite her to your own wedding. Your own wedding. And then you ne decide never to visit? basically have a whole nother family. Yeah. That's, what that's it feels crazy. Like. And it, in situations like this, I don't know really what the moral thing is, you know, because I've never been in a, any of these situations. Oh, yeah. No, me neither. But like, what does the kid feel? Mm. You know, that's what I think is like, what does the kid feel? The kid feels like the dad's a shitty father. Yeah. There you go. And basically, yeah, has found a new family with yeah. this guy, you know, and, you know, and that family. Yeah. Who's a fucking class act for taking on this kid. Yeah. And, you know, basically treats her as his own, you know. Wow. Because, yeah, fucking, I don't know, man, like your fucking, your, your sister dies and yeah. fucking. <laughs> Dude, yeah, your yeah, sister. Your and then sister he's not dies. even. And then. Wow. Man, yeah. That's some fucking like uh, that happened in Lost, didn't it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Know. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Fucking um, Walt. Oh yeah. Yeah. Walt's, okay, I think I remember this now. Michael and Walt. Michael lost Walt to uh, Walt's mom because they were never married. And then yeah, yeah. And then she had a whole new husband. And then fucking I don't know. There was some stupid shit about how like Walt was like magic or something even before the plane yeah. crash. And then the guy was like, he's fucking crazy. And he was like murdering birds with his mind or something. Yeah. <laughs> was like, I got to get out of here. And then kind of left Walt with Michael. And it's like, that was such a, that really does bother me fundamentally. Having, yeah. having been a child divorced, but also having a father that was like, nah, I'm your dad. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And you know, why don't you have that instinct? I guess. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Cause I've never had my wife die from cancer. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. That's like, I don't know either. Yeah. It's very much, it is complicated, but I think there is a point where like it's been 16 years, you know, or like yeah. 14 years since 
that's 14 uh, wait, years. So, okay, four, okay, so Alice uh, or the sister dies at two years old when the daughter's two years old. Mm-hmm. Leaves. I don't know how old the kids are, but I wonder. Part of me is like, okay, if you waited like three years and then you decided to start dating again and didn't go back for your daughter and decided to get married. Yeah, that's the thing. That's right? like another thing. Yeah, where I'm like, you have three kids, I think, or like two or three kids. You went through some phase where you were partying at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, where you were going out to fucking. You like, had to have felt selfish because you were being that. Yeah, because yeah, you have a whole daughter in the United States. And then you're like weird when like your daughter doesn't want to hug you because the only form of communication you have is pen pals, pretty much. You can't expect expect a kid to just be like cool with that yeah that's just not that's just not how kids work you know yeah exactly so. yeah yeah not an asshole honestly i'm, I'm gonna say that not an a, asshole. that was a good curveball i thought we were going to yeah, asshole for I, everyone yeah, today. I wanna, yeah don't ooh, yeah i'm you can't fuck you don't know what i'm fucking doing <laughs> john is zigging while we're zagging over here you think you're running the fucking show you're you in? you're running the fucking show you're I'm in? running the fucking show what are you're in Apparently neither of us are running the fucking show. Or I got fucking piss. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about? What's what's up? What's up? I didn't say shit. Am I the asshole for not moving out? (laughs) I'm just gonna move on. Okay, let's just move on. Let's get past this. Yeah. Am I the asshole for not moving out of my ex fiance's house quickly enough and threatening legal action if they try to make me leave? <laughs> what? Wait, okay, wait, hold on. You gotta say that again. You gotta fucking say that again. <laughs> These are long ones, dude. Yeah, that's okay. Hold on. Am I the asshole for not moving out of my ex fiance's house quickly enough <laughs> and threatening legal action if they try to make me leave? That's fucking all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I fuck it, right? Let's who knows? Are you fucking ready for this fucking train wreck, dude? I missed the ex fiance part the first time, so I'm really, I'm really excited for where this is gonna go. I'm a 41 male. Oh, don't, don't, don't. I don't like the way you're stressing that. Are we doing this? 41 male. Okay, are we doing this? And I've been living with my fiance in their house for five years. I don't like the fact that we don't have an age on the fiance. I don't like that. I don't think it's an age. I'm just like, you're 41 and you're, you're doing 41. this. Okay, all right. Yeah, you're 41. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares if they're fucking know, age yeah. gaps? You know, I love age <laughs> yeah. gap relationships, so. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm a 41 male and I've been living with my fiance in their house for five years. We recently broke up against my will about two to three weeks ago oh steven crowder fuck thing steven to say. Crowder, dude. this is steven yeah <laughs> and since they never put my name on the deed for the house they are insisting that i leave i will be moving in with family in another state but my job hasn't transferred yet so i need to stay in the city until that goes through which could be three to four weeks maybe longer I don't really make much money at my job. I reduced my hours to part-time last year because my ex my ex makes so much more money than I do. And my ex gave me a check for $15,000 to help cover moving costs and transitional housing costs, etc. To force me to leave right away, which I did already deposit into my bank account. 
they're not leaving? <laughs> what? Dude, dude, if dude, if we broke up and you handed me a fifteen thousand dollar check, I'd be like, God. I'd be out. Yeah, be I'd be outie. fucking out. I'm like, yeah, all right, fuck it. Yeah, I'll, I'll move re- this shit out now. You'd be going to Universal every, every damn fucking day. day. Yeah, are you kidding me? I'd be <laughs> streaming every day, trying to get my fucking career up. I'm like, fuck it. I got one hundred fifty thousand people following both of our asses. We're both fine. I know yeah, that. Yeah, we're fuck fine. it. Um, which I did already deposit into my bank account, but this money would only last a year at most. What? If I really stretch it. But you're 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 transferring jobs in less than a month, probably, or in a month, maybe more. So I don't think it's fair to expect me to use it on an Airbnb or some other housing now when I could stay in their guest room for free until my transfer goes through, especially since I know they have a lot of money and could have afforded a bigger check, which I would have gotten if we had gotten married and this was a divorce. But it's not. But it's not. Yeah, it's not. You didn't. So that like kind of makes all the difference, I think. <laughs> Again, personally, fucking, um, that's what I think. I think if the legal document hasn't been signed and you haven't done it, yeah, then it's then not. Then actually, it's not real. I think it didn't happen. <laughs> well, okay, well, what are you a fucking lawyer? Like, hold on, <laughs> hold on, ma'am. People really think lawyer shit is like very difficult, and it is. It is, yeah. Sometimes it's really it's not. Really, de- yeah, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's also, pretty. I really open like that. Shut. We still don't know why the 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 wedding didn't go through. I like how that's not been. No, they never. They never. That's not. They never got married. All that's yeah. No, but I mean, like, because he said uh, that it it was canceled without his permission or something. Like, against no, they his broke will. up against his will. Okay, that's that's what, what it was. he's saying. Okay. Is his fiance broke up with him. Basically, okay, what against his will is doing a lot of like. Yeah, so. he's the way he's doing it is really funny. I'm not going to lie. It's been a very messy breakup, and we have been fighting hard for months. They are claiming that since they bought me expensive gym equipment, a fancy computer setup, and covered almost all the costs of living and gave me that check, I should be grateful and just leave so we can both start over. Yeah, you should be grateful. Yeah, you should be. (laughs) But I don't want to do that. And I don't think they legally can force me to leave since they never officially posted an eviction notice or filed with the city. What? Wait, what? <laughs> They're not your <laughs> landlord. Picture notice on the guest room fucking door. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. When I brought that up during our last fight, they exploded about how greedy and selfish I'm being, which is completely unfair since they are the one who broke the covenant and promise of marriage when they accepted my ring and are kicking me out against my will. That's what, what? That's not a thing. Dude, what the fuck are you talking it's about? Not a this fucking thing. It's not like once you accept the ring, you say, well, actually, I'm going because to get of married. the Schmiegeldorf rule. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everybody I, knows the unwritten Schmiegeldorf rule. Yeah, the unwritten, unlegal. Un- that the fucking... first time you kiss, now that's the person you're going to die with. Yeah. Um, this was a few days ago, and my brother is coming up this weekend to take all the furniture and belongings to my family's house. But I know my ex-fiance is going to insist that I also leave and not come back. I plan on refusing until my job transfer goes through and forcing this issue legally if they try to lock me out. Am I the asshole? Using your $15,000 on a retainer fee as opposed to uh, <laughs> as opposed to just moving to a new house. We got two edits. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, using 15000 as retainers? That's so <laughs> That's funny. so fucking funny. <laughs> okay, edit. So a lot of you are upset about the fact that the money is specifically for moving slash transitional housing, which is technically true, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but they did also tell me they didn't care what I spent it on. So I don't think that should mean I'm required to use it for that when I'd rather not waste it on a hotel when I should be legally entitled to 30 days from an official notice that was never given in writing. 
That's you're you're fucking crazy. You're a fucking crazy person. Edit. Okay, I'm the asshole. I get it. I guess I just have an old school belief in love and commitment. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, being in love meant something. Back in my day, you could mooch off your wife for at least thirty days. For at least thirty days, and she was still legally required to make me a sandwich yeah. even after we got we weren't married. <laughs> it's not like I want to be here. I will be gone before June. Don't worry. The person that posted what is, that what is goes, it fucking May? Like, come on, it's May right now. Goes, what a shit stain. <laughs> what a shit stain. Oh, dude, dude, it's so funny to think. One, I mean, you can't handle one month of being in a hotel. It's really fucked up. With a fifteen thousand dollar check is crazy. Say. And also, apparently, your fucking family's your close by, and your job you is fucking. Have job. You, you have a job. You go to work. You yeah. get paid from your job. Jesus. Go live. Some- These are the kindest rich people I've ever fucking like. Dude, I mean, Jesus, and like. It's not funny, but it is really funny. Yeah. To imagine the wife being like, go home. <laughs> Leave my house. But you didn't give me an eviction notice. Get out of my house. Burning the check and <laughs> just being like, I gave I you money. Get out of here. Cashing the check, calling fucking a lawyer, being like, He's yo, like, what can I do? I what can I do to really. <laughs> Can we charge her the league? Can I get $30,000 somehow? He's kicking me out of her house. She paid for everything. And then she's like, get out of the fucking house. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of this. Yeah. It's so funny to me that every, they, they have to be there at every single moment to yeah. be like, are you leaving? Are you fucking get out. out? Get out. Yeah. That's really funny to me. God. And it sucks. I'm sure it's very oh, stressful. No, yeah, I bet it fucking sucks. But also like, come on. <laughs> This guy's a cartoon character. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call a lawyer on I'm your ass. Call a goddamn lawyer. Uh, fuck. I'm gonna call fucking the ticket clinic. Fucking come over here. <laughs> ticket clinic. Dan Newland. Gotta get Dan Newland down here. Fucking. <laughs> Shit. What an asshole. Solved it. That's good. That's a good one. That's a funny God, one. Yeah, we are breezing through these dudes. We are. You know, I just realized a problem with my method of switching it up and not not having anyone know what I'm doing is that you don't know. I don't know which ones I gotta do. Done. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Yeah, and you don't even you don't even know how this one's gonna go. You don't you don't fucking know. All right, I switch it up. All right. Sometimes they're assholes. Sometimes they're not. All right. You don't know how this is gonna go. All right. Don't judge everybody. Don't judge. That's what the point of this podcast is. Well, that's not the name of our podcast. No. You know what I'm saying you don't fucking. Say- <laughs> all right, but yeah, don't fucking. <laughs> It's weird that we do that now that we're friends with them. We're fr- on TikTok, yeah. On <laughs> oh, TikTok, not yeah, we're not actually, we yeah, we're not friends on IRL. Yet. Yeah, we have, I've sent I've sent a message you I'm up. I'm fucking waiting. I'm waiting. They can they can message us. Bitch. <laughs> Getting cutting that. That's fun. We can keep that in now. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, technically. And if they unfollow us, we're like, "Oh, I know why." <laughs> oh, damn, we offended I, I them. It. I figured it. I I you know what? Not fair. Damn. There, right, yeah. But yeah, you guys don't fucking know if this is gonna be an asshole or not an asshole. We right? don't. You don't that, know. You gotta read you don't it fucking first. Know, all right. So don't judge. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Am I the asshole for charging my 16 year old nephew rent to live with me? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. There's. Well, hold on. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> In February, my 16 year old nephew moved out of my younger sister's home and came to live with me. My sister has four old other kids with my nephew's stepdad. The oldest is eight, and the youngest is just a few months. My nephew and his stepdad both hate each other. Oh. Huh. My nephew had been couch surfing with friends on and off for a few months before he moved in with me. 
My roommate moved out at the end of last year and I can afford the rent without him now, so wasn't planning on having someone else move in. My nephew has a job and works around 20 hours a week. When I offered him a place to stay, it was on the condition that he pays me 10% of weekly paycheck. His mom knows I am taking part of his earnings as rent and has no problem with it. However, my older sister, not his mom, found out I was charging him rent to live with me and thinks I'm an asshole. Yeah. She says because he is still 16, no one should, nobody should be charging him rent. Yep. I disagree, as he has a bedroom he can sleep in free of charge and when he, where he can get all his food free of charge. You know who else gets that? Other 16-year-olds. Whoa. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Other yeah. 16-year-olds actually get room and, and uh, room and board for free? Yeah. <laughs> He is choosing not to live there. He is choosing to live with me even though he knew up front he would have to pay rent. I don't have any kind of custody and I'm not his legal guardian. His mom still is. My sister argues because I can afford to house him and feed him, etc. That means I'm charging him for no reason. I can't afford it, but I'm not comfortable as my grocery bill has doubled as an electric has gone up. And he should be saving or spending that money on himself. She also thinks he's not really choosing to live with me, but rather choosing to live somewhere he feels safe, which is not with his stepdad, and that I'm making him pay for something he has a right to. Yeah. This point makes me question myself as I somewhat agree. <laughs> okay, somewhat, well, that's good. Somewhat doing a lot you of labor. You might be a good person. Yeah. If you agree with that. I know he would rather be living with his mom because they are very close, but living with his stepdad has become too hard for him. He would probably live anywhere else right now. I am also the only relative that lives in the same town as his mom, so even if my older sister would happily let him live with her, she lives too far away. I'm his only alternative option that isn't his friend's houses. Am I the asshole? Yeah, um, yes. People really want to abuse children. Yeah, like, right, Like, really yeah. bad. Like, this was just making me think, like, you know, all those people that are like, they're old enough to be in a age gap relationship. They're old enough to pay rent. Yeah, they're right. old enough. Just I can beat the shit out of them. It's fine, you know, like that yeah. shit. It's like you just—it's not that they're old enough; they're babies. I think of a sixteen-year-old. I think of a baby. Yeah, it's a baby. Yeah, that's then, a baby. They're babies. Yeah, for sure. You want to abuse them? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you want. Like, All right, how far can I push them without them blaming their trauma on me? How can I? How can I? No, yeah, nobody's looking out for this kid. Even though this kid is quote unquote close with his mom, she was still fine with him moving out because she has a shitty boyfriend. Yeah, you know, and like it's stuck in a probably also abusive relationship. Like, like yeah. I don't know, like fucking. You are totally cool with taking money from a 16 year old who works at like Wendy's or something. Yeah, you know, like a shit job, you know. Yeah, taking away his from his college fund. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you that's know? 10% that could at least be going to like a way out. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, Jesus. And like, yeah, you say you say multiple times that you can do it, but not comfortably. So and I hate that shit. And I know TikTok. I'm gonna I'm going to say the TikTok comments are gonna be like, "Well, he agreed." Yeah, right. There's gonna be there's gonna be at least a few fucking idiots. Did you know, actually, guys, that if you're a minor, you can't sign a legal document? <laughs> hey, did you know that? Hey, did yeah, you know you that if you're under? Lease. Eighteen, you can't sign a legal document or a lease. Yeah. So yeah, if we all agree on the, on, the, on the concept of a minor not being able to sign his rights away to shit, why do you? Why the fuck do you think that is? Then yeah, why what? do you trust a sixteen-year-old to do literally anything? Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, why? It doesn't make any damn sense. You know who has to sign that legal document? Their parents. Yeah. 
It's fucking wild. Well, yeah. Well, they agreed. They didn't sign shit. Yeah, they didn't sign shit, dude. Jesus. It's it's pretty crazy how yeah, like literally the there is a dissonance. There's a dissonance between cares more about this kid. Than that's you. insane. That's in wild. America. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad when like you're going up against fucking the law the, um, and the government cares more about this child yeah. than his own family. We, we as a society have collectively agreed on the idea that a 16 year old shouldn't be trusted with anything and you're just like yeah yeah totally this kid's an adult kid. yeah i want 10 percent of his re- of his paycheck which means that probably his paycheck is flexible let's see if it's 20 hours a week that's uh what three let's say it's, let's see let's 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 highball it here let's highball and say it's 15 an hour which it probably isn't it's probably no, like it's probably like, probably 10. like seven Probably like seven, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about what? Oh my god, it's like one forty. You're you're doing, you're doing this doing over fourteen dollars and forty. Fourteen bucks, crazy. You're a fucking crazy person. Even if it's ten, two hundred dollars, you're doing this over twenty bucks. Twenty bucks every 20 two bucks weeks. A week, yeah. A week, forty dollars every two weeks. Eighty bucks a month. That Come can, on, hey, man. That can pay all my Netflix subscriptions and <laughs> and all my microtransactions on Leaf Blower Revolution. I think that I think I'm I'll I'm allowed to steal that from a 16 year old, so I can ha- let my inner child, you know, be happy. You know, you what can I mean? do it. It's yeah, you, possible to do it. Other people can judge you for oh, it. Oh yeah, that's, that's true. the situation. Though. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait. Other people can have different opinions than me. Yeah, actually, other people can judge you by the actions that you do. Hmm. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, I gotta change I gotta my get life. out of here. I gotta go be a better person or else I'm gonna be judged. Damn, do you really need to, like, read A Christmas Carol to learn? <laughs> <laughs> if you're a better person, if people, a better will, person like people will like you. More. <laughs> I I'm not seeing this equation on the whiteboard, Sarah. I don't know if this is really? real or not. So weird. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. Have you not done that? The shit was written in a night because it's everyone should know how, how to live yeah, like right. that. God. God damn it. Fucking solved it, though. Fucking solved it. This one is a banger. All right. Yeah, let's buckle up. This one is special to me. Okay. All right. Ooh. Am I the asshole for telling my friend what I really think about her books? <laughs> okay. All right. My female 30 best friend, Sasha, female 31, and I are both writers. I hate you both already. <laughs> I am an aspiring writer, and Sasha is a published one. We met at university, I did creative writing, and she did modern languages. Oh no, I this find, is not going to end well. I already feel it. I, I find it difficult it. to motivate myself and write consistently. Sasha, on the other hand, finds it super easy. She can write a bo- She can write book after book. She writes romance, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> <laughs> Your best friend is like Danielle Steele. Yeah, like fucking Christ. Holy shit. She's having her novel traditionally published next year, but she has several ones she's self-published already. That's pretty good, honestly. Admittedly, I didn't think she made much money with them because she still lives in her old three-bedroom flat, dresses in three the bed- three-bedroom. Oh, fucking, oh I, would, my God. I would kill for I, a three-bed. I read that shit. I had a fucking brain aneurysm. We could she, both have an office. Are you fucking kidding are me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's yeah, wild. I would kill for that. Oh, my God. 
Dresses in the same band t-shirts and jeans she always did. Uses her bike, etc. Nothing about her lifestyle screams success. <laughs> oh, I hate, I hate this so fucking much. Band okay. t-shirts are expensive. Yeah, they are expensive, yeah. They're more expensive than regular t-shirts. Oh yeah, for sure. You're paying the logo pretty much. It's, it's not like Versace or whatever, but, but like, like... It's still, it's, it's more than a Gildan yeah. shirt, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is ironic because they're printed on fucking Gildan shirts every fucking time. Ever be, have you ever, you know what I want to do at some point? Yeah. If I get really, really rich. Yeah. This is a complete aside. You can take it out of the TikTok. I want to get so rich that I just buy like 300 Gildan black t-shirts and yeah. I just wear them every day. Hell yeah. That's it. Nothing printed. Not gonna you print know, on like, them. Yeah, I, I'm, just I, I got thoughts on this for afterwards, but yeah, fucking, I, like I get 30 it. Thirty of them, and that's just I get a new black T-shirt every month. Like I'm fucking Superman. That's my thing. Hell yeah, that's nice. Wouldn't that be fucking That'd be funny? Cool shit, yeah. I think that would be awesome. Be wasteful though. Whatever. <laughs> I'm rich. That's fair. Okay, I get it. As yeah. long as I'm not rich in the oil rules industry. Doesn't apply, uh, rules don't apply to you. I get it. No. I admit, I've always been slightly jealous of her writing speed and hate that motivation and consistency comes naturally to her, but I was able to get over it because I understood that her speed did not equate to success. Uh, okay, weird. I don't, I don't like any of this. I don't like this person. <laughs> I complained to her recently how difficult it is for me to write at home, and she suggested that I could come over to her house and we do a writing session together. That's nice. Perhaps it'll help me with motivation. Her office has a table that she set up for me to work at while she worked at her desk. Oh, that's nice. Nice yeah. as shit. This is already, yeah, like this is already a good person. I sat in front of my laptop for 45 minutes browsing the internet as she was typing furiously. I asked her if she's working on her book and she dismissed me with the wave of a hand. Awesome. <laughs> I gritted my teeth as it was incredibly dismissive, but I didn't say anything. I wrote about 50 words and got stuck on a sentence. I asked her a grammar question, and she told me, let it go, you can fix it later, which again was dismissive. But it's true! That's also true. Oh, God, okay, I'm gonna, I, this is really triggering me now, because it's from, like, <laughs> writing, oh, God, there's a lot to unpack here. Okay. That sentence was bugging me, and I couldn't write anymore. I closed my laptop and said I needed a break. She sighed loudly. I asked her for coffee. I could tell she was frustrated, but she went to make it. Searching for inspiration, I wandered around her office when I stumbled upon her bank statement, parentheses, documents on her desk. I wanted to look away, but I couldn't when my eyes landed on the number. It was an account she used to receive payments from her self-published books. It was a lot. Her total was in seven digits. I was speechless. Wait, so we're talking about million? Are you fucking kidding me? She's a millionaire. Her friend is a secret millionaire. Oh my god. When she came back, I asked her about it, and she told me she couldn't believe I went snooping around and that she trusted me. I told her I didn't believe she made over a million with her books and how unfair it was that she was a shit writer that produced nothing but garbage. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. She made a million. Yeah, listen, okay, I know that money doesn't equate to quality, but clearly this person is doing something right. Is doing something right to at least, like, uh, like connect to as many people that you're making a million on uh, on self-published we're gonna we're gonna i'm that's what i'm saying is a pretty big fucking like that's a pretty that's big crazy win. yeah i didn't mean for it to be said out loud <laughs> uh no you no you did, <laughs> you did. <laughs> she was furious she called me a jealous c-word with it we can't say on youtube yeah <laughs> and that's why she didn't tell me and she told me to leave i tried to apologize but she told me she needed time to think of what i said See, I think her writing is bad, but she's my friend. I never wanted her to find that out. 
My husband thinks I was the asshole for saying it and should apologize, but my other friend told me I was right and only spoke the truth. And Fuck Sasha, your other friend too, Jesus, you both can <laughs> fucking burn. I'm sorry. Sometimes friends just say stuff yeah. to get through the conversation. And Sasha should be the one apologizing. Was I the asshole for telling the truth? Yeah. Well, that's not. Uh, okay, I don't like the phrasing of telling the truth already. I just not, that's fuck you already. You never mentioned like why you don't like her writing. Yeah. Can you can I get other specifics? than it's romance? Yeah. If it's romance novels, do you just not like the genre. It makes it's money. Fine not, apparently, it's, fi- it's fine to not like a genre. But I'm not gonna be like all romance novels are bad, and if you write romance novels, you're fucking garbage. I'm not gonna do that. Are you kidding me? All writing is writing. All writing's fucking writing. And if it and if it and if it fucking appeals to someone, yeah, like good. You yeah, know what I mean? That's, you're doing something. Like good. I don't know. Like even when we're doing like the fucking star kits, it appeals to us in a sense that we get to mock it. You know what I mean? That person wrote 38 chapters of fucking garbage. <laughs> fucking of crap. Yeah, of crap. but they fit. I've they never written 38 yeah, chapters that, in my life. They deserve a fucking pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah, I think in general. And this is going to go against everything that I've done with the wolf story and Star Kids prophecy. I, I I know what you're going to say, and I'm going to agree with this, and we can both say we're hypocrites after this, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah, for sure we're hypocrites. Yeah, um, if you've finished something, you're automatically a better writer than anyone who hasn't finished anything. That's fair. I actually think that's genuinely fair. If you've finished it, if you've if done you it, any- if you've made it. Yeah. If you have finished a painting, you're better at painting than someone who has not started yeah i think that is that is a fair thing and i there are that's the rule i'm gonna say there's probably exceptions but no i don't care i, I, don't, I don't think agree. so don't i actually okay. don't agree because i think yeah okay if you have a certain amount of talent why don't you finish a thing yeah just finish the why fucking don't you thing do it? yeah then you're not a painter yet true yeah you know what i mean yeah you know that's fair and i feel like i've i've technically earned it <laughs> so, well i mean like and you know. finishing quote unquote is like I don't know, you do a painting and then you come to the end or whatever. It's still like a painting that you did. But if you've never yeah. even started, yeah, if you haven't I guess started, that's what it is. Yeah, I yeah. feel that. Yeah, because I don't know, because like, we've both definitely attempted different art forms. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, like, yeah, because like, I don't know, I feel like um, this is where I guess this is like, this is interesting because we're doing this podcast in one day. One day. One day. But theoretically, let's say something happened during the first night of recording that made you rethink. Quote, unquote, yeah. yeah, you know, rethink that made you rethink your, your high school. And, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, give you a, a good reality check, you know? Yeah. And, you know, but you start thinking about, like, you know, the ideas of, like, fucking, you know, writing even when you were a, a, a young age, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there's something about, like, and this is really, really fucking hard not to do, but, like, there is, like, Okay, so, like, oh my god. Fucking, like, first of all, you should never, like, really compare yourself to other people in your field, really. Yeah. Or just in general, you know? It's really just shitty and toxic, you know? Yeah, it's Especially Because, like, the, it, I don't even think, like, it's, like, I'm talking about a very specific type of comparing where, like, you're only looking at their successes or their failures and being, like, I have to look at myself yeah. in that lens right yeah like i don't like you know we have plenty of others plenty of other reddit podcasts i'm not gonna give a shit if they do fucking good or bad you also know? i don't know i don't think this is art <laughs> <laughs> podcasting is an art sarah here in podcaster sarah oh here in podcaster i think it's a real big stretch call this art you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna be pretentious and call this an art form of some sort okay Fine, go i'm ahead. gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna die on this fucking hill all right 
But no, I really I think, think anyone could do this in, I, I in the most constructive way possible. You know what I mean? I get you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair. Yes. Because I don't think I'm on my high horse. I don't think anyone else should be I, either. Okay. You know, I just think we got very lucky. No, yeah, I think we got lucky too. But also, like, I don't know. I feel like there's okay. I don't like. There's a lot of things I don't like about this person specifically what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like the idea that if you're rich, you have to do the extravagant lifestyle thing. No, you don't. You have to like buy a bunch of expensive shit or have a big ass fucking house, you know. Yeah. And also that's like so fucking stupid. Okay, there's another thing that really sucks and this is a thing that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. People that are making like straight up like and this is totally for no fucking reason almost like uh like there, there okay, there are reasons. But like I think 50% of Americans in general, like some number, like one in three Americans Hmm. are living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And that's including people making more than like 200,000 a year. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that too is like, I know most of that's probably like housing related shit because you live in a very expensive area, but there is like a weird social, like fucking, you have to buy expensive shit or have the better car or like, you know. It's all a pissing contest, I feel like, at some yeah, point. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like there's really just, like, this... I don't know. Like, if, if God forbid I make money one day, the first thing I'm going to do is just keep it the fuck away and not tell anyone. I'm I, not going to buy a fucking Tesla or some shit. When Obama was president, um, there was something that he said where he said, if you make over $250,000 a year, you're rich. That's rich. I think, yeah, honestly. And um, my dad was so fucking upset by that because he was basically like, what you're doing is you're just saying fuck you to the middle class because the rich is a lifestyle. It's not yeah. like a thing. And I remember being confused by that because my dad was kind of weird politically. He wasn't like right wing or anything. He was more like a libertarian. But... um. But not in the way the libertarians now are like, Fortnite should build the roads and I want to fuck kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's just that he distrusted government. Um, But you're not fair. Yeah, it was kind of based a little bit sometimes and it led me to be more centrist and libertarian. But that doesn't serve us now in the political scheme today. Yeah. And it just, I don't see a reason to do it. He really wanted me to vote for Jill Stein. Yeah, <laughs> really hard, like really bad. That's funny as fuck, actually. Jesus. Yeah, because he was like, "I hate Hillary," and I was like, "Dad, can you stop calling you her Hillary?" Yeah, and he was like, "Just vote if you want to vote for a woman, vote for Jill Stein." And I was like, "Okay, Dad." I don't. That's <laughs> what. That's, that's he was. Little... He was on his way out. So. <laughs> Rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. He hated Israel. Which was based, but he loved Russia. I love which was Russia. Not, not based. based. <laughs> Things that have aged not well. <laughs> it wasn't even uh, correct back then. It was just like, why do you love Russia so yeah. much? It's fucking weird. I don't know. God. But yeah, so. An old man in his computer yeah. making but, uh, up I, takes. I get the idea of like rich being a lifestyle. I feel that. Well, I think that's what he was used to when he was young, was that rich you had to make enough money to afford a lifestyle and that was rich. You could live richly and live under your means. Yeah. And that was something. But I was like, well, the middle class doesn't exist anymore, dad. Yeah, not really. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why Obama is saying past 250,000, you're rich. You have to acknowledge you came from privilege because it's so difficult to get to 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 that point. And I mean, there's a saying in like investing groups or like the first hundred thousand that you save is like the hardest. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like after that point, then it's like it's a snowball effect. Yeah. But it's a fucking pain in the ass to get to there. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I think that was something that he really struggled with. I think that was what he was actually mad at. Wasn't that Obama said 250,000. The implication of what it meant. What it meant for America going forward. Yeah. So that's fucking interesting because, yeah, my mom was also like, I want to be rich, but I want to like. She said that she wanted to be one of those rich people that doesn't use it, even though that's not true. She totally would have. She totally would have spent all her money, dude. True, yeah. Uh, So I don't know, yeah. I don't know. You're just you're just dumb. (laughs) You're just dumb. Like right. I think in general, from a creative standpoint, there. You know, if you haven't made something, you don't get to critique it. You know, you don't know the process yet of finishing a book. So you don't get to tell your friend that her writing is bad. And, yeah, and also like the friend's really doing a lot of helpful things, you know, like giving you advice, and giving you're you saying advice. it's dismissive. It's dismissive. No, that's not okay. The idea. Okay, okay. This is yeah, This is my writer wanted, brain. There you go. Okay, so the idea of someone saying to you as a writer, if you're stuck at a sentence, just move on. Move on because you can't think of the right word, and you're like, no, you're not gonna finish anything. Exactly. You're not going to finish anything. It's not going to be perfect the first yeah, time. Yeah, and that's like the that's the really hard fucking thing that everyone needs to get over. Yeah. And clearly this person hasn't. Right. You have to just write fucking something. Yeah. Write it in like three words of what you want happen. There is a there is even if you don't have the sentence in your mind, you have the action. You probably yeah. have the character. Character does blank. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. Type back, you know? Yeah. And like, because the, the idea that like you're never, you got to get it right the first time because you're never going to come back and look at it. You're going to have to fucking look at it. You're going to have to fucking do all this shit at the end, you know? And that's interesting for me from a musical background because it was literally like, you know, pra- everybody talked about practicing efficiently. You know, like, hey, you need to efficiently practice, not just practice. But then I was like, I don't want to efficiently practice. I'm not going to practice. Yeah. And then they were like, no, no, wait, like That's you should yeah. still practice. No, there's no such yeah. thing as efficiency in, in the, in the first draft. In the, uh, for right. There yeah, is such writing. thing there as efficient practice yeah. in, um, in class. There is a way to practice quote unquote better. better. Yeah. It, it's being sort of cognizant while you practice because I do know there's a lot of people that just kind of pick up and do the things that they normally do and that's not really going to help you get better and you know and like but if you don't do it you actually lose the muscles in your hands yeah so that's to be able to do it and that's another thing too is like if you don't write like if I had to if a gun to my head I had to write like a short story right now I wouldn't be able to fucking do it because I haven't written in like years if you you ask me to play a fucking uh fucking Bach right now yeah, on my viola, I wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. Yeah, right? I haven't done it in so two you, years. That's the other thing too is you just have to like write something every fucking day if you really want the idea. If you're chasing the idea of you being a writer, right? Yeah. And like I don't know, I feel like it, in only in like bursts do I get any sort of urge to write anymore. Yeah. But like I've because this has become my new thing, just fucking talking into a microphone. It's sort of better. It's sort of sort of uh, free writing, but like it's free writing, but verbally and into a microphone that I can edit later. And I'm like, okay, cool. I know I know what I did wrong. You know. Right. Yeah. And it, it's more improv than anything. I feel like. No. You know, yeah, I, to, I feel that. But Which like, fucking, is an art form. It is an art form in its I'll own sense. Talking, you know, it's, yeah, you had, yeah. 
You know, it's fucking like, um, I'm not good at it because I'm still stuttering, whatever, fuck you. No, yeah, we're <laughs> terrible. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Fucking I want to take a class in improv just to make this show better. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> fucking, but no, yeah, so like literally like, I don't know, it's just fucking crazy to me. Yeah. That the idea that like you have to, it's crazy the idea that you have to be perfect the first time. And this person's giving you so much advice. She's making you fucking coffee. She fucking, got a, she probably bought that desk and bought that put desk that for you. there for you. Yeah, she set it up for you. Like, yeah. come on. She's being so nice. She has a lot of money. She doesn't really fucking spend it, apparently. She has enough... Okay, she's rich enough to have a three-bedroom flat. I'm like, you You should fucking know that your friend's rich at that point. Yeah, hikey. I'd be like, yo, if anyone I know told me, like, tomorrow, like, they have three bedrooms, I'm like, all right, you're making some money. This person reminds me of someone that I, um, that I was teaching viola way back when. I asked why they wanted to get into the viola, and they sighed and went, for the money. No. That's not... Don't do it. Don't do anything for money. <laughs> Don't do anything creative for the oh, money. Oh, yeah. You're going to be fucked for at <laughs> least a long time. You know what I mean? My reaction, I was like, where is it? <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the fucking money? Yeah. I've been doing this for like 20 years. I have no idea where you the want, money yeah, you is. You want me to be honest? The, it's, the fuck? It's in selling your soul. The only, the second you have a, a, a fraction of a million of an audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they'll be like, all right, we'll put Coke ads next to your thing. <laughs> We'll, we'll, All right. Yeah. God, we're going to incite an insurrection every once in a while. Yeah, you're you Joe know. Rogan. Yeah. You're Joe fucking Rogan. Yeah. Like, come on. It's giving up Fear Factor for a podcast. So you can sell it to Spotify for a couple mil and fucking yeah. crazy. Uh, sell your crazy. testosterone. Sell pills. your testosterone pills and. And you just laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah, no. It's. Yeah. If you want to make good shit, just. Fucking start making Just bad start making, shit. Yeah, and until it becomes work good. Work on it until it becomes good. Yeah, yeah. that's literally and it. That's, and you know what? Straight that's it up, for everything. That's it for everything. Yeah. And if you want to do, if you want to make money, you can't make good shit. You can't make great shit. You have to make crazy good lucky shit. <laughs> like yeah, and you have to be lucky as well. Yeah. So you, you should be celebrating go, your friend. Ramp up. You should be celebrating your friend. And if you want to do this. You have to start humbling yourself, humbling yourself, yeah, and being like, "All right, mm -hmm. I'm gonna not work on the sentence. I'm gonna work on a different part." I'm gonna be honest. Work. Podcasting is not hard. It isn't. It is not hard at all. Editing's just editing's laborious. hard. Yeah. You do most of the work. <laughs> Josh really does most of the work. I show up and I talk shit, and then people are like, "I don't like the way Sarah said that," and I'm like, "Fuck you!" and I make it harder on Josh. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm out, I'm on Premiere. It's crashing every three minutes because my computer can't <laughs> handle it anymore. Yeah. Like fucking, and I'm like, I'm like, all uh, right, okay, is this TikTok going to do well today? <laughs> if I post it at nine, is that going to be, are we going to be able, is YouTube going to, is YouTube going to give us a yellow check mark and Josh, no one's going to watch yeah. it and no one's going to be happy and no, and then everyone's going to be like, where's the podcast? And then I'm going to be like, because fucking YouTube won't, won't show you. And then you. you come over to me and I'm on my phone and you're like, we made a hundred dollars today. And I'm like, oh, good, great. And then I run back in. I'm like, all right, how do I make $200 tomorrow? How do I make $500 the next day? burning, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just My yelling. point is everyone can do it. Yeah. Then you should. You should. Everyone when someone should says, I, oh, I, if I talk about my podcast and someone goes, I should have a podcast. Damn. I go, yeah, you should. Yeah, you should. You should do that. Yeah, do it. Get a microphone and do it. Yeah. Fucking it's a fun do hobby. It. It's a it's hobby. It's fun. You would, if you really think you would like it, you should start. Yeah, you should try it out. Yeah. And I mean, you know, keep doing it. Because that's the thing. It's like, and also, like, I know a lot of people that have started podcasts and have great ideas that stop. Yeah. Oh, if it stops, you're fucked. You're fucked. Just keep doing it. Yeah. I guess it's a little bit of an advice thing. So, if, okay, if you want to 
and this is coming from a guy that's really lucky and really privileged. Mood. Yeah, us too. Me yeah. too. But like it, the if you you gotta get lucky, but you have to be consistent. Well, that's and the that's, thing. If you do one thing five times and you need to get lucky, what's the chance out of those five that you're gonna get lucky? Like nothing, right? Nothing, yeah. If you do now, it say you do ninety eight episodes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you, get you one that one goes episode. off. Yeah, and then you're like, oh fuck, this is what I do now. And yeah, now, yeah. And the point is, change like you got to change it up sometimes too. You exactly, know what I mean? Yeah, you can't you know? just do the same thing and it's not working and doing it over and over again. Yeah, you have to mix it up. Yeah. You know, think about ways to improve. <coughs> and yeah, you know. Yeah. But then you also got to get lucky. Yeah. You got to, you know. And then don't hate on the people that are successful. Yeah. But also, you know, they're lucky. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, know that when you're successful, people are going to hate on you. Oh, you. yeah, for sure. Like, when yeah. we started getting people, they were like, oh, it's copying the judges much. And little did they know. Yes. <laughs> actually, I was copying Suit House, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> actually, actually, it was two hot takes. Uh, I'm Excuse sorry. Me? Actually, it was Daily Dose of Internet that I was copying. Actually, it was Philip DeFranco. Yeah. Actually, it was the guy that made the joke about the elephant's dick 17 fucking years ago or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter. Everyone does the same shit. Just pick a fucking flavor. Actually, it was Steve Jobs. It was Steve Jobs. Yeah, I'm the create The god of the internet. Yeah, it was Al Gore. Yeah, it was Al Gore. Al Gore. <laughs> it was copying We're Al Gore. All stealing from Al Gore. And no one, no one has the fucking balls to admit it. I lost, I lost the sauce there. Did we solve it? I don't know. I Probably. This is my favorite, one of my favorite Jack White lines is we're all just copying God. <laughs> it's so fucking that's, true. That's funny as Like, fuck. he made all the shit. We're just fucking we're just out copying, here. Yeah. If you're a creative, you're just copying God. Well, yeah, what is it? Yeah, you're always going to be standing on the shoulder of giants before you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a fucking dope ass lyric? That's a good lyric? line. That's a good fucking line. <laughs> all right, I found the, I found the shit. Right, yeah, what's the lyric? Everyone creating is a member of the family, passing down genes and ideas in harmony. The players and the cynics might be thinking it's odd, but if you rewind the tape, we're all copying God. That's that's pretty good, honestly. Isn't that fucking dope? As a fucking as an agnostic atheist, that's a good line. That's a good fucking. No, I fucking I'm a fucking a, hardcore atheist, and I was like, that was fucking dope. That's good shit, dude. And after that, he just says that over and over again. This is part of back when he was doing like the rapping stuff, which is kind of fucking weird. <laughs> but like, <laughs> no, legit. <laughs> But it's fucking dope when you I listen to zebra. it. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, add your own piece, but the puzzle is God's. Hell yeah! Oh my god, <laughs> that's good. That's pretty good. Fucking great. God. All right, final story of the night. Yeah, this is this is night, and this is our first night of recording. Yes, we this have is not, the first night. Not, this yeah. is twelve p twelve a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Am I the asshole for shutting yes. down? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's funny. Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for shutting down the best man speech? Maybe. My 22 female childhood guy friend, 22 male, just got married and his best friend was the best man. My friend is bisexual, but only myself, his wife and her parents, his best friend and a few other friends know as his parents are pretty openly homophobic. Oh shit. At the reception, when his best friend went up to give the best man speech, he directly addressed the groom's parents and opened with, aren't you glad your son married a bride? Bet you weren't wouldn't be here if he ended up married to a guy. Oh no. 
I think he meant it as a jab towards the Grimm's parents for being homophobic, but that was just not okay, especially when he started cracking a few gay jokes. Okay. Those of us that knew were horrified, and the Grimm's parents were staring in shock at their son, who looked like he wanted to throw up. Mm. I was beyond pissed and got up and practically yanked the mic from the best man and ordered him to sit down before taking hold of the situation. Good. Moving along to the maid of honor speech. The rest of the reception was understandably tense. My friend, the groom, had been has been beside himself because his parents and their family have been barraging him with texts. Aww. I myself have been at the receiving uh what is it? I myself have been at the receiving end of a lot of anger because apparently there was no way his parents would have known if he was serious if I didn't make such a big deal out of it. And quote was to blame was to blame for outing him. I don't know. Did you I go to too blame? far? Apparently, yeah, she yeah, she outed him somehow. No, he did it. Yeah, the fucking yeah. Okay, so there's some edits here because apparently, oh my god, there's a lot of edits since I I picked this two weeks ago. <laughs> Jesus, let's go. What edit one? Groom told me he appreciated me stepping in, but it was already too late and the damage had already been done. He's refusing to talk to his best man because best man keeps trying to justify that he shouldn't be afraid of his parents and that he did him a favor by outing him Dude. because he knew he'd never have the balls to do it. Wow. Uh, worst man, more like. Worst. Yeah. <laughs> Worst memoir. Like, oh my god. Sorry, I'm sorry. It was, it was there. It's low hanging fruit. I know. What? Fuck you. I don't care. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Edit two. The gay jokes were directly implicative of the groom's previous relationships with men. Wow. And it's not like I immediately jumped up there to stop it. It went on for maybe a couple minutes with the groom getting increasingly horrified and his parents looking like they were about to walk out on the whole thing. Oh shit. I'm receiving edit three. I'm resetting. Ah. Edit three, I'm receiving angry texts from the best man and some of the groom's family because they didn't think I had to write this to stop the speech. Edit four, best man wasn't drunk. I asked the groom about your question and he said that his best man had a fling in high school that nobody knew about. Wait. Oh, okay. Edit, best man wasn't drunk. I asked the groom and he said he and his best man had a fling in high school that nobody knew about. <gasps> Some of your theories about him being jealous might be right. Oh my god! Edit five. <sighs> the bride got back to me, and she's more upset for her husband than anything. It was an awkward situation for her as well, but everyone on her side of the wedding party are supportive of the groom, and she's acting as mediator between her husband and his parents. She's telling them what for, and I'm very proud of her. That's very nice. Yeah, not the asshole. Well, fuck the no, best no, man, no. dude. Yeah. Holy shit. You don't fucking out somebody ever, and yeah. you definitely don't do it. At their wedding. Yeah, right? Like, wow. God. Dude, I, and that's crazy, uh, too. I, like, I, you know, honestly, like, I get that the, the parents are homophobic, mm -hmm. but you can't really jump in with the joke making fun of the parents being like, but you guys weren't here if he was fucking a man, you know what I'm saying? I think that's even, like, kind of, I don't know, because I know it's trying to implicate the parents, but that's such a weird way. At this wedding, no, there's nothing. There's, there's nothing you, nothing can, do, you yeah. can save that from. That's just fucking nasty. Yeah, you know, that's just really just trying to get everybody hurt. You know. Yeah, like I don't know, man. That's crazy as fuck. What is it with weddings, too? Actually, we've had birthday posts, and we've now had two wedding posts. That I'm like, you guys really don't know how to be at a wedding. People love drama. People love fucking drama, dude. People love being little drama queens. And I, you know what? I saw something recently, and this is completely beside the point. Um, also, like, first, I wanted to get this off my chest first before I go into this tangent. Uh, that's 
his relationship with his parents. He gets to decide. He decides when he out. Yeah, he, he you know? comes out of the closet. Yeah, whatever. If they're homophobic, it's you can't decide whether or not somebody is going to be scared of their parents for the rest of their life. Yeah, right. Like come that's on, that's their decision. You yeah, know? it's really, it's really, it's really telling how shitty of a person you are when you're like, you're not, you're never gonna have the balls to do this. I'm gonna do it. I, I'm doing it for you. Especially when you're fucking sober. Dog. Yeah, when you're sober and you're a clear mind and you're like, yeah, it's time. I mean, you'd still be an asshole if you're drunk. It just it would be like, okay, that guy's drunk. You that know, guy's, yeah, there would be a little bit of like, okay, he may he maybe, maybe it slipped had, out. I it don't know. slipped out. But also, like, I don't know. It's been, if it was a few you're still an minutes, asshole. You're still an asshole, and you did it for like a few minutes. Yeah, I think anything over the thirty second mark at that point, for it's sure. a little bit like you're you're okay. You know what you're doing. Um, but this is for like when something people are being rude or dramatic to you. Yeah. This is a this is a line that I saw that I thought was really funny. Um I saw this on Twitter. Someone said the perfect response to somebody being rude to you is uh are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I think about that all the time because um my go-to is what? <laughs> I like to make them say it again because maybe then this time they'll hear it. Yeah. You know, coming out of their mouth. Yeah. yeah. Trying to give them like as many outs as possible. <laughs> yeah, and nine times out of ten they'll be they'll say it again. Yeah, they now think that you're stupid and you can't hear them. Yeah, <laughs> which I mean, you know, is another kind of ableist thing where they take not being able to hear somebody as being dumb. Yeah, you know, which is really dumb. Uh, the, the thinking that it's yeah, I get, I get what you dumb mean. is yeah. dumb. Uh, but yeah, fucking just be like. What? Like that confused? Well, like yeah. what's going on with you? <laughs> yeah. Why are you being weird? Yeah, why are you being like what's this? Wrong man? With what's wrong with you? What's going on? Talk to me. Yeah. Like I'm chilling. I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I don't know, people are just dramatic and people they just, yeah. just want to make shit about themselves. They make chaos, yeah. Cuz everybody's sad on the inside. That's what it is. It's just everybody's fucking sad on the inside and you just got to be like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Obviously you want attention. Yeah, you want attention. You, know? you want to ruin someone else's big day because it's not about you. Yeah, and, and and you can do that in a malicious way. Bringing it back to Jack White, uh, there's a clip that's really fun that of a kid who <laughs> threw a water bottle at Jack White while he was on stage, and he stopped playing and told everyone to look at this kid. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes and he looks at the kid and he goes, everybody's looking at you. <laughs> What's up? Oh, yeah. what, did daddy and mommy drop you, drop you off of the rock show? This is what you wanted. You wanted attention and absolutely humiliated this child. Yeah. Which is so funny. It's pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> Listen, it's guys, so cool. I, yeah. <laughs> it's very good. I aspire to be that in every moment of my life. <laughs> God, so fucking funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the fuck the best man, man. Fuck off. Fuck Don't off. fucking out people. Don't out people, guys. How hard is it? How hard is it to not do something like that? Yeah. Shit. Outing someone requires effort. You decided to use some of your fucking your your fucking calories for the day. You decided to have a little Reese's <laughs> puffs, fucking like the yeah, treat, you were like, Reese's yo, treat. When you were eating those Reese's puffs, you were like, "This I'm is going to go towards energy. ruining my best friend's relationship with his parents." Yeah. <laughs> you think about that when i had when i had the blue box mac and cheese i was like <laughs> yeah it's, it's the day <laughs> it's the day i I'm, fuck I'm, up someone I'm making, else's I'm making life two boxes just to be safe because i know i'm gonna need to run later. i'm gonna need my energy i'm gonna need my energy 
But yeah. God, uh, that's it. That's, that's it. That's a whole damn podcast. Whole damn podcast. We in did it all in day, one day. In one day. Yeah. One day. There's not gonna be a very loud beep in the middle of it <laughs> that does not connect to anything. Where we come back being slightly different. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. It's actually, uh, you're you're weird for thinking that we didn't <laughs> we dress like this. Yeah. So what do you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at that's so here in t h a t s o h e r o n, um, and that's also me on Instagram. Uh, TikTok, Tumblr, yeah. Nice. I'm Joshua Chinland on Twitter, a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua Chinland on Instagram, I think. I don't fucking know. Uh, APWSTR on TikTok, APWST, a podcast saved this on Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook, a podcast saves relationship on all podcasting platforms. APWSTR on Patreon, buy me a coffee if you want to support the podcast financially. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, raise five stars. If you're on Apple, leave a written review as well. We'll read it yeah. for free. Free. But also, if you buy coffee, we'll read whatever you have to say for three dollars. As long three. as it's not uh, for three, yeah. As, as long, long as it's not homophobic or bad, racist, transphobic, yeah. all the all, all the, the all the all shit. the obics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything else we have to plug. No, that's it. And thank you all for watching. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to ah! a podcast. Podcast will, ah! s- will ah! save ah! this ah! relationship. I'm Sarah, she, her. No, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I got you. I'm Josh, bitch. he, him. And we gotta do it again because I curse too. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the outro, actually. The one where you fucking cut me off. <laughs> oh, yeah, you want it? Okay, here's your attention, Sarah. <laughs> oh, here's you. Everybody's looking Every- at you. Everyone's looking at you. Yeah, slogan the camera. What do you want to say? Mommy and Daddy dropped you off at the rock show. Mommy and Daddy dropped you off at the podcast studio. <laughs> now you gotta... okay. okay, all right. Don't okay. talk like that to me.